Hey, welcome to Winners Take Y'all, and shout out to Nick Blackman for composing and performing our opening song, Nick. Your little home studio, dude, that's badass. I didn't know you played a stand-up bass, drums. You know, I, I get it from Prince. I, I like to play sure. all the all the instruments on my tracks. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, Percussion, woodwinds. You can tell by his bloody fingertips that he's... I can see it. He's done it. He's good at this song. It takes me a while to it, mix it up, right here. but... That, that's money. Yeah. It takes me Breaking a while to... Breaking it down right there. Mix it up. I get... You know, the muscle soreness sets in from all the dancing. He used to call that taking it to the bridge right there. When you, oh, is that what it is? Take it to the bridge. He would always say that. Take it to the bridge. The crowd would scream oh, it when Nick bridge. was playing. You remember oh, that? Shit. Oh, yeah, he's man. taking it, he's to, taking the it to the bridge, son. Uh, so winners take y'all. I think we're at number 13 or something like that. 13. 13. Uh, this one is fueled by uh, Fireball again. Yes. Big shout out to Fireball and Lever Skins and Rhino Skins and Helmet Skins. <laughs> All the skins are jumping. fully skinned. We're skinned up, yeah. dog. Skins versus blouses. Blouses, game, blouses. <laughs> yeah, man. So big shout out to Lever Skins. Love what you do. Helmet skins. Son, you got a panty on your head as well. It's as just about. an innovative product. Who would think to put panties over your helmet and race you know, with it? I think it's you're going to be at a race one day, and it's some, whoever owned. I, I have one currently in my backpack right now. I can throw it on this immediately. Say say some heavy roost is coming your way. He can throw <laughs> and it and on I'm not real kidding. Fast. Who was liver skin in that backpack? Though? Who was liver Old skin? Old man lever skin. John, John, John L. Skin. Yeah. Is, <laughs> Old man lever. <laughs> you know, so he's like whoever it was that lost their ass on lever skins. Come I, up, I don't think they lost that. They're sponsoring us. I they're mean, they're still, still in business, son. They're not out of business. Duh. <laughs> Lever skins and rhino skins. Everybody loved them things. Kept your motor running nice and warm. Man, On them just, cold days, you could encase that motor with fiberglass. Rhino skins. <laughs> and really hope soft. you don't foul a plug sure. on the starting line. He's going to grab Kevin by the shirt and be like, you're making fun of my shit. I lost my Dodge Ram. <laughs> he, did. he lost his Dodge. I lost Ram. everything. My wife, John L. Skins. The junk was not. Yeah, John he had L. all the skin in the game, son. He took it. John L. was a kind of an innovator, an innovator. He was a pioneer. He made stickers for levers. Like who would have thought? Like you know what? Oh, man, this this is the one area nobody's, nobody's decorating up. Man, man well, you know how you, when you clutch in, your finger slips off. Like no, I don't know because <laughs> my finger has that ever can't happened? stay on. You know, I think what did him in was they should have had it should have had like graphic like right. In there, like you could have put your sponsor in there. Well, I mean, it, it did have. The, I remember they were lime green and whatever. But I think you're right. It had I, designs. I think and it stuff. did. So if any of you guys want to sh- follow us on Instagram, we're at Winners Take Y'all. Shoot us a photo of your uh, best lever skin moments, like mm. you know, winning the championship, and we can we'll attach it to the guys at lever skin. They'll they'd love to see that. Certainly, there's still a world champion people. lever skin. Somebody won a world championship. Yeah, with I a would lever just think skin everybody's back. phones had they have pictures. Well, yeah, you got lever skin. It won't take you but a second. Lever skins with a fireball graphic on them, oh, or some nice. eyeballs. That look yeah. good on a KTM. But I mean, if you ever come into a turn and missed your front brake, had you only had some more Well, sometimes you have the front brake, and you're, like, all confident, and then your finger just blows off midway into the, you know, brake. Well, and it's so much easier to buy them from them instead of, And then there goes you rice. Trying to to cut grip tape just to fit your levers. Everybody did that. Yeah, you're out there with your scissors and your reading glasses. All you little shits, no. (laughs) All you little punks. You remember remember how, how much time and money you had invested in your plastic... By the time Lay you laid your them you laid your base down, then you put your numbers, and then you put your clear, clear, and then you put your clear fingernail polish around the edge. In the you, B class, man, uh, all those layers, number plates had to weigh forty like, pounds <laughs> of extra weight. <laughs> These pre-printed BS you guys had, totally know, easy, man. Do you remember? Like, I remember the first thing we ever got for our bikes that was not of the stock 
whatever. It was a pair of purple Renthals. I'm like, whoa, mm. look at us, Which man. just recently made a comeback. Yes, they did. Paul Parabinos brought those short bad boys run. back last yep. year. Yep. So, I mean, that was it. Your bike was whatever it came. And if you, I mean, if you were just a boss, you had some different color rims. Like, no, we that. didn't do Come rims, on, but we always had purple Renthals. I, every bike. Every well, this is later. I'm talking about this is my 88 KX125. I'm talking 94. Because I had Yeah, well, that seats. was starting to happen then. Now you're getting a little seat action yeah. and some whatever. Yeah. But not in 88. Like, there was not no, much going there was on. There's no purple, right? You're that, cutting no, edge if you had purple. Dude. Yeah. If you you were if you had wheels, you were oh you are rich. factory you are yeah. dude you had an RV too get the hell out of here yeah now then but then, shit then, I remember when it was the bomb to have an easy up absolutely yeah that was 100%. factory very factory hundred percent but like I remember the dudes from uh, Michigan would come down and the tough racing Cowie guys with these I'm talking about the most dayest glow day glow yeah. orange you've ever seen in your seat life covers and yes the the fork boots yeah and disc covers and seat covers holy cow. Brian Remember Swink how one cool you thought that was? To I have thought that it was front a disc shit. guard. Hell yeah, guard everything. I want guards for. I want lever yeah. guards. I want helmet guards. Lever skin. Lever, lever skins. Skin. Skins for my lever skin. Yeah. I, lever skin. Nothing was cooler everything. though than when Bill Belts. We went to Gatorback and Bill Belts had cut out on uh, a peak antifreeze jug. <laughs> And zip tied it to the front of his so, chest. His chest protector. What <laughs> the plastic? It, yeah, because that's exactly what their chest protector. So he like. put it on like his sweet, chest protector. Yes, he, he just cut the actual antifreeze from container a, from an antifreeze container and goes. <laughs> and he's sitting on the line. And it looks factory as hell. It gator back before practice. And Swink pulls up right next to him. Hell yeah. And looks over. Thinking, oh, this is a new guy on the <laughs> oh, team. Oh, you're on the team, bro? They welcome welcome aboard, him. guy. Yeah. Good to have you. Said Number we 74. Had a new guy here. Nice 74 on the Yamaha. That's awesome. Yep. That's <laughs> So uh, tonight's show, we do have Adam Sancerillo. He's going to join us. He's mm-hmm. Hopefully, he's not doing a podcast at the same time we're doing one because he has one. Checking. Well, chanceability of him chanceability. trying to record a <laughs> show. chanceability. Trying to record a show while he's well, doing a show. I mean, my show be... tonight will be brought to you by Lever Skins indirectly. Right. I just want you Dude. to know I still love Lever Skins. They're still special to me. He None didn't have that experience. He came along. Everything's pre-printed. I remember, I think Bill used to buy contact paper with like checkers God, or some crazy old, lines man. cut in it, and then you would lay it out over your thing, then you get your razor knife. Bill Belts was one of the best at it. They were be- him and Chuck Bailey both. That, oh, just... Mick, Chuck Bailey was all time. Yeah, Mick Bailey does listen to our just show. smooth as glass Chuck, with that razor And everybody blade. has a Chuck Bailey. We're, we talked about everybody has Terry a guy. Terry Hunter is also Everybody same. has a guy in their hometown that was the guy. Like When he pulled up, you're like, his trailer's yeah. badass, his bikes are badass, the gear, everything. And this is back in a day when to look badass in 1990 – you had to do it, was it yourself. It a lot of work. Oh, yeah. You it wasn't like, oh, let's go, to, uh, let's go Roost MX yeah, and let's get Christina get this yeah. No. Nope. That dude, his gear was always dialed in. He did have yeah. rims on his 80. I think he had red rims. If Mick, Correct me if I'm wrong. Mick was dope. Mick, Mick was one of the few guys that. that beat Matt Walker at our track. Straight up. Straight yeah. up. And that was, I mean, that was when Matt was a dude. So he was good. Good guy, too. He's super, that I mean, was their, awesome. family, whole, their whole yeah. family was awesome. So you had that guy. Think about who that guy was way back in the day and tell us, like, follow us on Instagram. Say, let me see your guy because I'll put Mick Bailey and, and Terry Hunter, for that matter, up yeah. against. Because they had custom. They always know how to make it look factory. They were cutting uh, uh, the vented number plates out, cutting them out and putting the vent behind but it. Terry would go riveting. to Target and buy the – he'd be looking at the garbage cans. This is Target in the old days. And he'd pull out this garbage can and a metal can, and I'm – Come home with these cans, and he'd just be out there with these heavy-duty scissors, and he'd cut the the mesh metal out of the trash can, and then hammer it flat, and then that would become 
the riveted fill-in piece for something he chopped out of the factory for plastic. For and the, it's like for the number place. He probably better than factory, but right. it's a target trash can. It, nobody needs he to also that, would take five awesome. gallon buckets, those translucent five gallon buckets, cut them open, heat them up, make them flat, and then cut out seventy nine YZ two fifty side panels. Come so on. that they were opaque, like Hannah's. Oh, the, oh, I know what you're talking about. Slightly the, the white where you can see through it. Yeah, yes. they were white, but you could see through it. I know a little. Exa- oh, yeah. that is dope. He, did, he, he could make it look exactly like the Follow Terry, on, Terry right now on Instagram. Terry Hunter has incredible little mini bikes he's building, Builds. handoff, fabricated to the max. Just It's all fabricated. He'll yeah. take the bike and then take it down disassemble to, it and build a new frame. And I mean, he made this. a monoshock MR50 one time for me. And, you know, they, that Come was a on. twin shock bike. And so. To just develop that. And then he built this other bike um, for the Barber Small Bore event, which is yes. every June. I've been to that. Last year I went. It was pretty pretty bitching. Takes a mountain bike shock, and he's like, well, this Honda 50, this 71, whatever the, after the QA, when you became a Z50. And just, yeah, we're going to put in a mountain bike shock on this frame, you know, and it looks so trick. It's like, how in the world can that be? How is he not one? I that couldn't event? envision that. He's in the current AMA magazine. There's yeah. a picture of him coming around the track on yeah. his his uh, golf colored. Yes, the golf G U L F. Yeah, G U L F. The, the uh, gasoline company. Turquoise and orange, I think, is yeah. the color. He's got the shop. I just want to go like stand in his shop and just hang out. And he's that. You've got a buddy that has that shop. Mikey Henderson had a shop yeah. like that. You're like, dude, there's so yeah. much cool shit here. And uh, I can and tell he, you, back in the day, like my bike never looked better than when. Like if we went riding somewhere, like probably Bremen Thursday night, and if I rode out there with Chuck or whatever, and we'd loaded my bike in his truck, and it'd be so late, we'd just be like, man. I'm he had sure. a bitching van too, right? Like a conversion van. Yeah, of course it was yeah. dope. If I remember correctly, so, was this a silver van with Chevrolet rally wheels on it? Yeah, that's oh, right. I do remember that. Yep, okay. sure was. And so Rick Lindell's another guy. He yeah, has one of those bitching yeah. trailers. Pro Track. Pro Track is that with the Pro so matches matches uh, match the Bronco. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Leave my bike on his. <clears throat> on his trailer, like after a night at Bremen, come back, come back. He couldn't. He could The next time we went riding, man, my shit would be so pimp. Like everything. Hey, man, was I polished your spoke nipples, man. Yeah, I, I polished. Oh, that's thing. sweet. Thank you. Thanks, I had to we sand them first. Racing, like the Dunlop would be colored in on my tires, all factory. Way, you know, way, just way. like super cool. I was like, yeah, that's a nice friend right there, man. Big nod to Chuck Bailey. Chuck, and he was. Super as cool as he he was as awesome as he was at doing that he was even cooler as just a just a, a dude out, just a dude to. just a dude yeah, yeah, yeah. cool Super family cool. mix of course mix artistic if I if I remember correctly he does a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff in Atlanta he has a little shop a little deal that he does uh, I follow him on Instagram so. Super artsy kid. It seems like he was a kid when I was racing. I don't. That know. sounds right. He's Matt Walker's age. So okay, yeah. So he's probably eight, nine years younger than me. But yep. I, I remember him. Six forty one. Went really Honda? fast. Six forty three. Six forty. Was it? I feel like 641. You know what I got in my head? 725 oh. Buck Schuler. Buck Schuler. Do you remember that, right? I do. I do. The guy in our, in our training division was Buck Schuler's uh, dad's best friend. And oh. like, that hit hard when Buck died. Like, yeah. God, you got me doubting myself now about his number. And I, I think it was 641. It's okay. I did I that as so. a diversion so your brain could get your facts yeah, in was, order. I'm not seeing that three. I just don't see Chuck. Like, I would think his Man, number I, would even go down to it like didn't look cool. Uh, 643 wouldn't work. Okay. I don't, I'm, I could be totally three, though. It might work. You know, I could be today. totally wrong. I, and I, you know, the only reason I can I think of is because, like, you know how goofy you are about racing shit when you're young, and we'll be riding down the road going somewhere to a race or going out and we'd look at the clock and it'd be. Six, oh, yeah. Whose number is that? Oh, for real? Yeah. You <laughs> no can't doubt. help but do that. My brother had a friend in college 
<laughs> they both race. So we, they didn't know each other. It's 259 right now. But, yeah, but yeah. They, would, they would write numbers, on, and they were in the same class. They had no idea. And this dude started writing numbers on the desk that they both uh, shared at West Georgia. Okay. And, he, and Ken would be, he would, he would be like 718. Then it would be like number 42. It was Sean Dukes. Then it was yeah. Todd Neal. Then it was Kenny Kazar. And they were like back and forth. He's like, who in the hell is this guy that knows every number I know in college sharing the same desk? And it's pretty rare back then to have fellow motocross. Yeah, in like, Georgia, yeah. At the, at the college. I knew just a handful of dudes yeah. like Mark Waddle and uh, – well, it's just it was unusual. Kevin Dowdy have a motocrosser in college. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're oh, really so you that's high super school rare. And you went to and you went to college. Yeah. yeah. Ken was, was a super nerd. My brother was like, he met, never made a B in his life. Ken got a scholarship to Duke for mathematics. He was a genius. He never God. never took a regular class. I've like, never seen him. Met him. He never met my. I've older never brother. seen him. Ever. That blows me away. I don't know how. Ken was the genius behind all of our, initially building all of our tracks. Like, Ken built everything. Really? Had a team green ride with Kawasaki yep. back in the day. but And then just started building stuff. And he went to college and, you know, had the family deal and was a genius. He's a went genius. To college. You went to college. Your mom goes to college. That was the cut down. Smart, Mr. College boy. See, that made Deb run away from the door. That comment right there. Your mom goes to college. college. That really offended her, and she took off. She can't be saying that about my mom. And, you know, it was only a limited time only that glamour shots by Deb were half off. (laughs) Where do you get your hair at? The the cut and corral? (laughs) I get my hair cut at the cut and corral. I don't need your photos. I get my hair cut at the cut and corral. Like, none of that makes any sense. (laughs) Yeah, stupid. That movie makes me laugh. I don't care. Like, I remember watching it the first time. This is Napoleon Dynamite, and I'm like, what the hell am I? I was... Fascinated, but you didn't turn so, it off. No, absolutely. How not. did you not turn it off? I remember seeing you that like I came in the trophy shop, like we went to the Chinese buffet or something, and you were like, "Dude, have you seen Napoleon Dynamite?" <laughs> like, no, no, I haven't. You Wait, should. who who saw it first? Kevin. Oh, he. You asked Nick, hey, yeah. "Have you seen Napoleon?" Dynamite? Yeah. So then you had to. So then I had to go it. watch it. Yeah. Your yeah, mom goes to college. It's great. And the first time you're watching, you're like, "What, what is, is this, this doing?" Shit? Like then, what year is it? Is it early '80s? Is it late? By the time it was like, over, oh, too. It could have been everywhere. Yeah, there's no with Rico. Telling. Yeah, the van, like it's nuts. We we digress. Hey, so Randy Richardson was talking. Randy Richards, right? Or Richardson, right? Richardson. Yeah. yeah. So we were talking fastest ab- about man in Piedmont. Fastest man in Piedmont. About he had the conversation last week about guys in your hometown that walk the streets. You guys yeah. went into detail. Ackworth about, has Freddie Kent. What was who's your guy? Andy Dupree. And Dallas had Jay Roberts. Randy had his guy. He knew of a he, guy. He knew a guy. He said we had, we would we'd see him walking and we'd take him to basketball games. Somebody'd pick him up, take him back home. Like he was around for fifty years. Anyway, so he was like, "Man, we all had that same guy." So it made me and you start talking about Ricky, the finish line flagger. Ricky, right now, I guarantee you, somebody race. and everybody that's listening has a guy that works at Dade City or Tunnel and Hill. And seems to probably work at multiple 57 places. different tracks. Yes, and he's like, always at your the big event. He's the guy. He, yeah. You trust him. He's focused. And Ricky and his mother flagged as well. They flagged for us. They, they flagged at Calhoun before us. Then they yeah, flagged yeah. for us at Calhoun. I can remember And then they still flag 100%. 92. Absolutely. He weighed <laughs> the last checker me. flag on a Saturday night race at Bremen. I got a picture of him throwing that flag. Ah, oh, that's great. So back in 05 during this fuel gate, he's, you know, uh, Talk about Fuelgate before well, you tell Ricky's part. Rick, well, Ricky, because some people may he may not remember Fuelgate fuel back in 0506. I think there was a, a big issue with Ricky's fuel in Atlanta. A lead requirement. Something, or something. Didn't, didn't work out right, and it took points away from Ricky. Ricky Carmichael, not the flagger, not the flagger, but, <laughs> but the guy in charge of literally sitting in a lawn chair was him and his mother 
Ricky and his Garden mom guarding the fuel son. that ultimately got something happened. And there we go. And like, the fuel was deemed uh, illegal. Illegal, and it was on under Ricky's watch. Yep. And not Ricky was, Carmichael. Not Ricky well, Carmichael. Ricky Carmichael's it happened to Ricky, but, but it Ricky, was under Ricky the flaggers. Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams, thank you. I you know what? I, I could never remember. Well, you know, he'd be like, hey, this, I'm not being hateful. Let's hear it Everybody, on the radio. every person that knows him, he goes, and this is he and I having a conversation. I could use context clues because he'd point and do so. Hey, I'm going to that sex on me. I'm going to try to need some water, so I'm going to hit it and we'll go check a flag. I'm like, see, but that's you in person. I know exactly what you just said. But I could imagine if you're on the radio and there's a lot oh, of chaos yeah, yeah. and you got that. Hey, don't throw my down on. He meant to red flag. Like, what? You're like, what? I can't get it, dude. Slow down. That's right. exactly what it sounded like when they red flagged the 250 races past week. Correct. Because Ricky, Ricky on, called it. He we want to throw me Hardy Munoz crying on the step up. Like, no, dude. <laughs> Hardy Munoz did crash he did in crash. the step it was up. Pretty hard. Not if you not if you look at the comments and all the uh, like. I can't it's do it. I, 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 I clicked on the comments just to see. Idiots. And it's, I'm, I don't know if y'all looked at any of it. I didn't look at the comments. Okay. Like the Hayden Deegan fans oh, are like, it's this. It. No, they they believe. The AMA. The they AMA. They tried to stop that race. Stopped it. It's a conspiracy 100%. theory. <laughs> they like, this is bullshit, man. This, this is not wrestling, Hey, they're boys. going. They forced why, Hardy to take a dig. Why didn't they show him on the footage? Oh, crash magically you didn't capture so the footage. So the Zapruder film. Is, see yeah. how blurry it is? He didn't even crash. That's so CGI. he didn't even no. crash. It's that footage right there with the Sasquatch in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> wearing the Suzuki hat. Back and to the left. is The the, 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 the bullet went back. The gun, to the left. yes. It curved around the grassy knoll. Back and, and tagged Hardy Munoz right before he hit the takeoff. Yeah, they're, they're, I, they're, I, just, know, I know I mean, those fans are right. There is comment happens. after comment after comment. Dude, I posted like, something on Vital MX about our show. I put the best <laughs> from the Midwest, and dude, them dudes about this damn fucking idiot. Like they cuss me out. Like I'm like, are you serious? What? Need, we uh, need to be made aware. Of y'all this. need to get on it. I, I post every. I've tried it. Like don't get. I did it up. on purpose. The best, I said Damon Bradshaw, the best from the Midwest. Because, he's, oh because, because he's from yeah, Idaho, okay? okay? Yeah. And then, dude, these guys are, you're an effing, all caps, he's effing really idiot. Oh, they're North so Carolina. angry. Oh, obviously. <laughs> we just had the guy on. I know him. Just talk to him at Loretta's. I know you know. Well, you know. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, man. Thanks. <laughs> and I was on the comments in Vital. You got, by the way, you guys suck. I'm sorry if... I, you, you guys suck. They're, they're toxic. They're dude. idiots. It's you guys so are all toxic. idiots. First off, they've never met or listened to anything we've ever said no. because they. But they're me. ready no. to fire some yeah, comment for sure. Yeah. It was so funny. This guy was all capsing me and like I'm. I'm like, man, bro. Think, he was like, he's from uh, North Carolina. Blah blah blah, man. Man, I really appreciate the heads up, man. I will. I was so <laughs> God. Like, thank we you almost so released that to the wow. public. Man, he he forgot to mention that but while we I, were talking to him for an hour. <laughs> I know. And then I said, I did look it up. He's he's from the Intermountain West, is what they call that exact region of Idaho. So I said, my, I said, correction. Oh, the, you the best it? from the Intermountain Midwest. Thanks for all your help, Ooh. guys. All caps again. I'm like, you're Jesus. Did man. I tell you? Did I, I would love to have a beer with every one of y'all. Not, no, you. How fun would that be? Not. Because anybody last. that's ever listened no. to the show or ever I would. met I us at an event or anything knows that is out there as we are talking right here. If you meet us in a parking lot, it's way worse. Like, oh, 100%. oh yeah, we're dialing I'm gonna give it way all back you. right now. Yeah. We have and a lot so, of things we don't so say. If they don't, but if, we think yeah, of. If they, <laughs> if you would have met us at Vintage Motorcycle Days at about one in the morning when we were doing karaoke, <laughs> we're screaming three we more hours. Yeah. Make sure you get that song request in. That the funny a, thing is that it would never happen. The, the dudes on Vital, it just wouldn't happen that way. 
No, not that I'm going to fight you, but I think verbally I would be like, "Are you kidding me?" You <laughs> like it would be over in. You would five never seconds. take it serious. No, and I you... didn't take it seriously then, obviously. But I'm just like, man, I, I check in every now and again at Vital, dude. And it's I... so stupid. First they say he's from the Midwest, then they take that race away from Hayden Deegan. Yeah. There's now what just, next? What else? It's man. corporate media. This, <laughs> this like, whole oh. world <laughs> is coming to an end. I did, and I, did I tell y'all this last week that we were when we were talking to Bradshaw that you know the the Super fast guy, obviously, for all of us was Sean Duke, right? 100%. And, um, so there were people that I knew that because Sean Dukes was from Douglasville, Georgia, yep. that thought he was Damon Bradshaw. Like they were the from the East, right? Yeah, they yeah. were like, It's got to be Dukes. Yeah, they were like, Yeah, man, that dude that's so good in motocross, that Bradshaw. I see him jogging around my neighborhood all, all the, time. the time. Yeah, he <laughs> rides road, road bikes up and down that's Silver him. Common Trail. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Hey man, on Sean's Sean's defense, you guys, dude, he was as close as you could get to Bradshaw's speed. He had a factory ride waiting from home. I was, I'm like, he's on everybody's short list, right? Like, we'll we'll take him. You know, we'll take him next season. We'll yeah. sign him. Boy, Bradshaw even gave him props last week. He too. knew him. You know, he, no, he I mean, he ran third like, yeah, man, he in his fast. Supercross in Atlanta for about four. They, what, I guess they ran 15 laps. About lap 13, the dude misses a gear. He was in third, solid, going to get third. So Missed a gear, broke his. Collarbone. And don't and you feel it. like that would have changed everything? Absolutely. You get that third. Get that like, one result. Absolutely, man. And now it's like, no, that's where I belong. Oh, he yes. belonged there. Yeah, he was. A, he he was knew there. it. Yeah. That was Sean's, cool. and he's still just the coolest. And man. his style was like, I'll put that dude's style up. Oh, 100%. Anybody's all time. I mean, right there with McGrath, Bradshaw. It was so damn good looking on yeah, the other side. Very stylish. And it transcends 87 to now because the guy, it would still look bitchy. Oh, yeah. Well, still that people pick. Post pictures oh, of him, yeah. they'll find one all the it's time, like, and he's like, "Dang, it's so it's just perfect." And good kisser too, dude. Yes. You always go to that. The he lips a lot very, of guys. He had soft lips, super soft, man. man. He all he maintained them things really good. <laughs> soft lips, but he, he held you firm. I right. mean, it was yeah. And he made you feel like he was you were the only yeah. one, and you know, yeah. and you were all that you, mattered in that moment. He was not. You were not the only one. Don't tell me that. No, you were you. I would say Nick might have been the only one. Well, during that time, for a moment, for a moment. For, for like one moment, right? For one glistening moment, and yeah, and Sean was. What do you got? I'm just thinking about Sean and Sean and Nick. Oh, thinking about the younger years. I mean, I could play Brian Adams. Yeah, but this is Jason Aldean. Sean Dukes. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. Say, Number 42. <laughs> you know this. Yeah. It was only we me gotta, and you. We got to rewrite this song yeah, right so now. French get out your bass. kissing at Bremen Race Bar. Get your, get your big bass out. You know dude. what's going to happen is we're gonna, this show is going to drop, and the next day my phone's going to ring. Sean's going to be dude, like, don't do that. Bro, what I'm the hell? I'm I'm should I just got everybody I got, convinced I that I wasn't gay. into that, and, and now, now you you've reignited the flames on Vital. But that's over now. <laughs> that song will keep you coming back for more. Yeah, all just day like long. Dukes. <laughs> Sean Dukes, my God. Look at him. Look him up in the vault. Like, oh, dude, had some, to the dude had some motos at Loretta's. You want me to pull some up? He, he had some. Like, and he saved his best for like the A. It was like, and if you look at who was there that year, yeah. that's when, like, oh, yeah, that's when Bradshaw and Emmett got me. I'm like, oh, okay. And Denny Steve, whatever. Like, the was, only thing that I like to bother Sean about is when he, when they built the $15,000 DRZ, DRZ 400 <laughs> and raced at Loretta's. And it weighed like 90 million and pounds. And he still was great on it, but it's like, dude, if you just... But he just can't get a start because it, right. it was like a street bike engine. And so 
there's I have one picture of me ahead of him. That's and it. every time it pops up in the memory or whatever, I send Boom. it. I'm like, you remember when I smoked, when I smoked your, your ass? And he's like, yeah, I passed you about eight feet after that. Sean <laughs> was so nice. He was so good. God, he was cool. And he was so cool, like, at races. like He would hang out with, like, because we were the biggest dorks. And we would all, he would, he would let you hang out. Yeah, I'm dead serious. <laughs> and he would, like, look out. For, I remember Iser talked about it. Like, some guy was messing with Iser, and Sean saw, you all right there, buddy? Dang. Dang, Link. I think it was just the intensity of the moment we yeah. and somebody would mess with Iser and then Sean would be like, I'm about to handle that and like just go and just stuff just this stop guy it. a few times and just like show he's like the bully, not on my watch. Yeah. Well, so the first time I saw Sean, you know, I, from you know, he kinda took a he quit. Yeah. And then he came back and raced some and that was probably on around those, that Loretta Lynn's see, Well probably, he came back about two years later on the same bikes that were years old. And would yeah, raise those two and three year old. Right. He came back again after that. But we were down at Reddick for the uh the regional. There was a I think it was a regional. And uh and he just sits down beside me at the uh in the stands. I'm waiting, watching a moto or something, and starts talking and I you know, I look and I'm like, There's no way this is Sean Dukes. I hadn't seen him and and I didn't really know him before. I just knew him that he was amazing on the track. But he's just super nice, man. I mean, he knew he knew he knew who I was. And he just made a point to talk to me. It's like I'm nobody, man. Nobody. But he was super cool. I mean, just think about, think about the company he ran with. Like when them dudes, we would all go practice. Not I was. Don't, I don't and Kevin even, I don't would always say the we. lead rider, right? Yes, I'd set the pace. I'd go jump the doubles first. Like follow me over, I'll guys. Pull, I'll tell you I'll, what. I'll pull you over with me. Yeah, on my DS80. I got you. I got you, boys. I would show. Like, why am I here? Why the freak am I here on a DS80? I didn't know there was this a team, DS. It's nothing but Team D with the. All I knew about was a KD, man. We Maybe spent, I had a DS80. We spent JSL. half of mid-Ohio looking for a KD80. They were there. I know. And then yeah. homeboy, Brandy's buddy, has three of them. He sent me a video. Oh, I saw the video. The gay, oh, he, well, I said, he goes, look at this gay D80 is what I call it. It's a gay yeah. D80, dude. It's <laughs> terrible. Gay D80. You know, talking to. But look who. Um, but just to finish my thought, I was like, <clears throat> the guys he ran around with, who, who we got to hang out with was Billy Lyles, Keith Turpin, Todd Neal. Sean Dukes, like, come on, man! Yeah. Like, that's like watching crowd. five factory riders, and they crowd. all were. They all ultimately were. I can remember being at Itchconny with Sean, and when Carmichael was on eighties, and Car and Carmichael would just come up and be like, "Hey, Sean, what's going on?" Like, sure. just like kind hey, of everybody knew fanboy and Sean. You yeah. know what I mean? From freaking sure. Ricky Carmichael when he was young. I mean, it was for it was sure. Cool. John, like, what are you doing? I'm looking him up. I just want to get all these results going. But it's then, like I said, but ever since we broke up, I'm not, you know, I'm yeah. not such a you big don't fan. I, oh, so you're saying maybe I shouldn't I'm, reignite well, the flame? I'm just really tired of y'all talking about him. Ooh, okay. Sean, uh, yeah, Sean, yeah. It I says Andy it. Dufresne in here. Is what? that the guy from Shawshank? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I knew he did something after he broke out. Andy Dufresne is what race Loretta's? <laughs> <laughs> after he tunneled out, you wow. know, he, had he to did carry, qualify in the vet class. He would get those handfuls of concrete and he'd put them in his pockets and he'd go out in the yard and kind of sprinkle them out. I'm stoned. Little by little, just I remember, to get that. I remember the movie. Get that guy. I did not know he raced Loretta, so. <laughs> Andy Dufresne. Are we looking up? Uh, we don't have to look it up. I mean, why don't we let that go? Sean yeah, Dick's sure. results. I, mean, well, I told you I'm he tired. He was bad of, to the bone. I'm tired of talking about him. I was going to shed a tear. <laughs> so what's the next race you guys are, are going to do with these 200s? What are we going to okay, do? Okay, so here's. Team races? Like, here's what are we what, doing? Here's the only drawback. By the way, in case you guys don't know, we have. Y'all bought three XR two no, hundred. Nick bought them, and then I probably spent the same amount <laughs> I on yeah. parts. And then you got them all dialed in. Y'all raced them once at Mid Ohio. Do we have them all dialed in? I don't think so. I mean, as far as that, they could two be of the in. three will definitely finish the race. So what's next for Team 
Winners take there's a There's a vintage race at Monster Mountain, but. Yeah, but that's Memorial Day. And I'm leaving for Colorado. Yeah, you're going to leave in Colorado the next day, so you can't go. We need to do a 24-hour dump, something just weird. Well, their barber, barber, I just don't know the dates of the the barber. Don't they? Do they have a hair scramble on Friday? Maybe. Yeah, they do. They do. I'm scared to Google it. Kevin gets really hot. <laughs> He'd be like, no, man, what are you looking up? It's Sean Dukes' attention. results. And Nick's like, stop it. I love Sean Dukes. I love uh, <laughs> Nick's looking about there. Everybody's just. Nick's like, man, Sean texted me. I don't know how to use Google very well, so check the uh, barber thing. It hey, used to be October fifth or hey, something phone, like that. Look this up. That's so if it's if it's around October fifth, I can pull that off. Hey, so and, and as, I mean, as did. Nick's looking this up, I think Bud's Creek. They 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 checked in with our show, obviously, because the, for their track prep for their track prep because oh, we yeah, had Amy yeah. Bradshaw on and we were talking about how you know the tracks are a little bit sick of this slot and car I, and racing. After I watch man. after I watch Bud's, dude, it looked awesome. Track was raceable. It was right. racy. People could go anywhere they wanted. It was. Prepared European style. It was yeah. European style prep. That's the way today's Marty is... Martin is. Now, now listen, fellas. This track here is European style. <laughs> I like it. On this that. track is European style, so I hope uh, this will get you boys ready for those of you that is heading over to Europe for the areas and regionals. Today at Hillbilly Hills will be European style. October 6th through 8th, 2023. Hey. Tickets on sale now. I almost nailed it. If you want to ride on, you know, fresh laid Bermuda, Barber Motorsports <laughs> is the place to do your sod ripping. So Marty Martin, and we don't make this up. The name of the track was Hillbilly Hills. That was the actual name. Of the it was race. the greatest name. Of, like it was perfect fantastic. for the track for Hey, you know the funny thing about that is that back then when it was called Hillbilly Hills, and it nobody thought was. it was funny. No, it was just, <laughs> it was just no that was the name of the track. Hillbilly. Each County Hillbilly Bremen. Yeah. Dude, River. I remember that jump right there at the The Hillbilly, the by God. Oh, and there's Doug Sanders over the Hillbilly. <laughs> Dude, that I, was the name. He would stand on top of that red uh, building. I probably concession. I would announce from there. Would you really? Yeah, you go out, upstairs and out on the out the window. On the roof. And that's where I and I had like a flight announcer. I'd have to push the button and it had the just like the uh, in, like a cowboy uh, in, in airport Greece, controller in Greece when yeah. the T bones and, and third period like that's what I would announce with I would hold this thing we had one at Bremen why my dad had that for twenty if you plus can't years. be an athlete be an athletic supporter <laughs> that's right yes there that's you it go. from Greece so that's why I announced it but I remember that hillbilly it goes away from us and I watched Doug Sanders Doug Sanders still rides to this day yeah and his suspension was so jacked up I'm like he is going it was when he would jump, it would fully look like it had nine foot of travel because whatever was it supposed extend. to stop. I'm talking about a seven foot long fork. And Doug hits that step up, and I'm like, and here comes Doug Sanders, and he he ate such a big pile of shit. And I'm not kidding. Did he launched the entire he jumps the step up straight. And then when he got up, because we call him Captain Doug, and he got up and he gave us a salute about blacked out because he fell back down. <laughs> oh. it was, and I'm not Kyle. Kyle saw it, and I, we talk about it all the time. And he popped in at Loretta. That's what a good soldier. And there did. goes Captain Doug Sanders as he enters low lunar orbit. And he gave us a salute. After, he, after, he, after ate he ate shit ate it, and about dude. blacked out. He had to do it like Evil Knievel, like the thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, I love it, man. That's a true damn My story. My son Robbie will carry on this tradition. God, no, he won't. No, he won't. But no, so that thing, you could just hit it in fourth gear on a 250. And it was never a step up, up just and then it, it went down. You're right. So the first turn would come up and over, and the landing was the, the slope the, of the first was turn. Was the first turn, and you could, yeah. You could never overjump. You could jump 250 feet. Yes, it would and not people matter. would. They would jump Namely, so Brandon far. Smith. Brandon yes. used to, I'd be sitting on the gate, and I'd be like, 
Dang that dude! You can see one guy feet above everybody. everybody. Wasn't it like a three quarter mile start? Like I felt that like was a pretty girl. long that start. Straight. It was that was. But a, Bremen had some longer ones. We had the world's longest start. <laughs> it went down, yeah, up, up, down, and then down, and, and then, the then left. left. Yeah, sixth yeah, gear pinned on a one. Gnarly, yeah. we, we, we had some dumb shit. We had some dumb shit. We used to make very pointy racetracks. Our, our jumps are very pointy. And I told they, you, I like spent the night in the hospital after that step down. The step down that used to be next to the big tabletop yes. over there in the woods. Yes, sir. I was still on a 125, and I'm like, God, they're just cruising off that thing. Man, they're not even hitting it hard. They're it's got to be easy. And, and then G I, out is a roll. Yeah, just roll in there, and I'm Dude, like, oh, I'll just follow. The lip was beautiful. I followed whoever over it and clipped that pointy, razor-sharp Gillette landing, <laughs> and Stainless then I was seal. knocked out. And I remember sitting on the side of the track, and I was really nervous, and I couldn't. Hey, man, Hey, man, I think I clipped the landing. Yeah, then my dad would be like, oh, dude. Yeah, I think you need to go to the hospital. No, he's good, Dad. He's good. Uh, his eyes just roll back in his head. Throw him in the back of my truck, and I'll run him up to Higgins General. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> Higgins General, known for their <laughs> their neuro. Trauma. Yeah, here's this, this kid crashing our track, so if you'll just take, we got to finish up some Thursday night practice. He's yours. His name is, uh, what's your name, kid? <laughs> He didn't even He's know. yours. They're, He's yours. Their it's, medical, their whole hospital consisted of a really overweight woman smoking a cigarette with a uh, bottle of aspirin. I'm glad I don't know. <laughs> that sounds that. about right. I'm glad I don't know. I got that. knocked out there by Dwayne Bone. I told that so I got hit so hard and I went straight. You're like, yeah, the track's clear. It's not clear. I was like, whoa, man. Dwayne Bone's hauling ass. Man, he hit me square. I got knocked out. <laughs> Chipped my teeth. Dude, looks like he's coming right at us. I can crazy. imagine getting hit by anybody. Yeah, what? But an idiot. Dwayne Bone, the worst. But it, because he was he's, aggressive, he's kind of a son, and he chunky was a big and old dude. ass. Yeah. And yeah, he was fast pro rider. Yeah. First practice, we had reversed the, the. I was so tired, we we had reversed the entire track direction. So I looked to my left, a like tell that you forgot. <laughs> yes, I, we reversed. We everything's going the other way, and I looked to my left, like they should be coming that way. Yeah. And I'm going to cut across the Nobody's track. Nobody's coming. But bam! From the right, and boot, it was over. You know, if you went, to, if you would have went to. Oh, man. oh, this is crazy, man. Were you unconscious? <laughs> That had to have knocked the breath out of you. If it you, knocked me out, dude. But you don't even remember. No, I have not. Yeah, no. If you'd went to, to college be. like your brother, they would have taught you to look both ways. Yeah, the guy that got <laughs> before a Duke crossing the track. <laughs> so yes, crazy. I remember Steve Carnegie is like, "Hey, uh, you okay, man? You good? No, bro, I'm hurt. I think I'm gonna throw up." Yeah, so I got a ride, and I told the lady she had a big nose. The nurse, oh, I'm yeah, like, "You got a big old nose." That. I was so She needed to up. know that, though. But I had borrowed some old She's goggles that night. She's looked in the mirror 77,000 times. Yeah, I hate you. Yeah, she quit <laughs> yeah, her job. Yeah, she still, to this day, that I little, hate that little shit. idiot, he don't know anything. <laughs> I had borrowed these goggles from Brandon, Hell yeah. and the foam had gone bad. Oh, so it's just so plastic I, on skin? So, no, it, the foam was there, but like when milk? you take the goggles off, the foam kind of stayed on your face. <laughs> And so I looked like I had like an out, had like outline. So these of things are like forty years old. Oh, they were old. I don't know. OG Scotts. So I'm on the side of the track and I'm super nervous about where I can't remember how to get back to the truck because I just got knocked. Oh, out. Oh, you were knocked out with these yeah, shitty and goggles. I'm sitting on the bike and I'm like with a raccoon goggle print. Very on your nervous face. how to get back. And somebody <laughs> comes up and they're like, "You all right? Yeah, I'm. I'm good, man. I'm good. Hey, I think I'm okay. So I ride around. I ride around. I find the truck. And I had Austin Gomez with me. And he's like, dude, there's something all on your face, your face. 
I look in the mirror. I do remember looking in the mirror and I'm like, what is that line around my eyeballs? And so he lets me drive. Dude, yeah, I am, sure. He's a good guy. He goes, man, you were driving. You'll on feel the better wrong if you drive. Yeah, you could drive it out. Just drive it off. Yeah, like, just, walk well, it he off. was 14 and I was 16. Oh, okay. Rub so. some dirt on it. Drive it no, off. No, I was. Uh, heck, I was probably 20 if he was 14. I'm six years older, so I was about 20. That's good on us being great track promoters. Just letting you, you got <laughs> hey, knocked the hell out. We're he's just, up. He's, he's fine. good. Hey, you know where you're at. <laughs> you're hey, at a track. I don't know yeah. if I. Know. Hey, bud, how you feel? Oh, my dog face and a banana patch. Okay, yeah, square is orange. You're good. Your square is totally orange. But he said I was driving on the wrong side of the road, and he made me pull over. So he's 14. So he pulls the trailer back. I mean, I, thank goodness the 14-year-old knew what he was doing. And I, the only thing right. I remember. I, There's I no 14-year-old that goes to a motocross track that can't drive and pull a trailer. I agree. No doubt. That. Today, yeah, today, yesterday, you, whatever. Yeah. Hey, those of y'all listening, train them damn kids because you're going to get your ass knocked out. So they need to know <laughs> how to get you home. They need to drive you home. You home. <laughs> my brother drove my d- drunk-ass dad home. Yeah. Kyle's from seventh grade basketball practice. He goes, dude, I need to drive home. It's like two miles from Turner to our house. When the seventh grader, what and age is that? Like 12, 12 or 13? 13. That SR5 Toyota. He goes, Dad. 15. I think depending, I was, depending on how, how oh, rough your middle school 15. was. A couple, couple trips through seventh grade. I don't we know. had a guy in, in eighth grade in that could grade. drive. He drove to school, and there's Get no parking here. places for him. They'd be like, Will the owner will the owner of the S ten blazer please move your car? You're in a teacher's spot. Wow, that's and Tony. The only hey, kid. I'm in math, man. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I had two guys that when I was in seventh grade were like sixteen that were in the eighth grade and they got in a fight and it was like a Oh, it was it was like a grown man fight. Like to me. Like they were yes. both like smashing each other in the locker. Like, Already beer bottles, like, <laughs> just about electricians. Like they were grown men, had grown men jobs and shit. And I was like, <laughs> IBEW electricians. Here. I just remember them, them like getting a fight, and I mean like full on punching each other, grown man style. And I was like seventh grade, and I was like, Whoa. I don't want any none of that part concept. of that. And you were probably no. only five eleven back then. Yeah, he was a tiny little. Yeah, third he was just grader. a little kid, just a little sweet God. little yeah. Nicholas. Yeah. So anyway, that I did spend the night in the hospital. I remember being nervous did, about where I parked. Did anybody come check on you? My dad, like, hey, I don't you? know. I don't remember don't any remember. of that. I'm gonna and say I, we did. I'm gonna say absolutely. yeah. We yeah I would say y'all gave yeah. top notch medical advice. Yeah. <laughs> Sent flowers. Then I remember being I had to in prep the driveway that track the next morning, son. I got shit to yeah, do. Yeah, we got man, this damn kid. If I have to, I'll <laughs> hurry up, him. get him out of the way. We got more. I'll practice. blade him off to the side the, if he don't. Move. The vet riders <laughs> are like, hurry up. The <laughs> next morning, you know the good thing about you're prepping the track, and you're like. Okay, you have like a bucket of a teeth. decomposing yeah, body. Yeah, like teeth and other body parts. You're yeah, like, we always found teeth hey, and bite parts. Out, and figure out who arm. lost teeth. Whoever lost teeth. We when put they, them in milk. I put it on the website. Yeah, yeah, when they call in tomorrow, tell them we got their teeth. We got their teeth. <laughs> if you lost, lost teeth. Found, <laughs> if, you, if you lost your teeth at Raymond Race Park, we put them in milk. They'll be good for 24 hours. It's on the website and the forums. In milk. Man, I can't come <laughs> get those things to Wednesday. Could you brush them for me? You mind <laughs> they keeping might go it scrubbed bad. up? God, that's gnarly, dude. That means you actually did this. You like that ain't some. You don't just pull out. I put the teeth in milk, <laughs> unless you put the teeth in milk, dude. That's bad. We got a guy that uh, works for us with the fire department. He found uh, John Wayne Bobbitt's wiener. Sweet. He was a part of the crew. They thought they were. They were told initially it was a thumb. Ah. And they were like up and down the interstate, and they goes, uh, "Hey, chief, I found it." And they're like, "Oh, put it on plastic." And they they found his, the the tip of his wiener. I don't know. I don't know about that dude's thumb, but I found somebody's dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dang dude, that's that, a true story. Dude works for us. He worked in DC at he's, the time, and he's here now. Yeah, man, that's wild. Yeah, that's a terrible story. I still feel bad about that dude. 
Like, what does he do? Does he, he didn't get it back. I think, get it. Yeah, I think, I think it's they back. They put it back on? I mean, it's probably. It can't just start working again. Though. There's no way. I mean, I, he's done a porn, I, I think. I, I, I think he did. I, <laughs> I think he did. I don't know. Well, that's what Look you it do. Up. That's After what you, you get it cut off, that's the first thing I'm signing up for. I'm not Googling <laughs> that on my phone. Yeah, I ain't looking I ain't, it up. <laughs> somebody can confirm that. You can. You vital can, messenger. <laughs> me, vital warriors. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are paying Hell attention no. to this. Yeah. <laughs> True story. Uh, this penis was a thumb. That's how you're supposed to get on vital. Thumbs that up. Is, that is wild. <laughs> True story. Oh, my gosh. What if it was, man? There's plenty. Probably What if she cut them both though? off and they accidentally and they, sewed them in the wrong spot? They put him in the wrong spot, and he's constantly, like, hey. getting a hard thumb everywhere he goes. Sorry about my thumb, man. Sorry I peed out of my thumb, man. My it's thumb's weird. very excited <laughs> right now. Stupid. Yeah. Well, it happens. So, again, a reminder, we do have Adam Censorello. Don't don't worry. This stuff will end here in just a few minutes. We'll we'll cruise into him. We, we haven't told about... half of the stories that we, we still, we're still No, we could just talk, fresh. and I'm going to, I spent so many nights at Bremen, like, Thursday nights, all these people that I, that I hear about, oh, man, he he got hurt, and he, he went out for one more ride. I'm like, dude, I've seen it a million times. You rode nine practice sessions. You're like, man, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a one more, man. That's when the you femur goes. You should never femur. say one nope, more. It's I over. said that today. Yeah. No. Because the little girl wakeboarding with my daughter's friends, she's like, I'll go one more time. Don't even say those And words. then she just plows her face into Of course. Of course. <laughs> you know, it's like, and Ava goes, that. you never say one ever, more time. Ever, I'm like, ever. I'm so glad she knows that. I said, you lie. You say I'm going three more times, and you do your lap, and then and you then get out. That's it. If I'm riding, and I, like I'm doing motos or whatever, and I go – and I finish one, and I think, okay, that's I'm going to do one more. I go to the truck. That's, that's it. it. Because I swear to God, I did. That's called I, athletic because maturity. Because I thought it. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm yeah. like, no. You can't think one more. Everything we ever had happen to us happened on that, that one. You one. remember? You're tired. You're cocky. <clears throat> you're, you're you're just whatever Nothing it could is. happen. No, I don't know I've who done this a million times. Anybody listening to this remembers, but Ron Gant that played for the Atlanta Braves, he broke, broke his, his leg. Broke yeah, his broke his femur. Out in uh, – Thousand Acres or something. 85 up, somewhere out that uh, way. No, it's up like toward Woodstock. Up Is that there where it was? Yeah. Was it Thousand Acres? And so, I think so. Hit but a tree. The guys that were there. So Ron Gant played for the Braves. Now yeah. he's on our new I remember local him news. heard on a motorcycle All-Star, or something. You know, yeah, he was like, it was a big deal. really good baseball Very productive player. baseball and, uh, player. Not that anybody that listened to this that follows motocross will I know do. that. But baseball is the one where the pitcher throws the ball. It's a white ball. You hit the ball. There's nine guys on the field. <laughs> we usually Pretty simple game. We race dirt bikes in their stadium. Throw the ball. Hit the ball, ball run, catch the ball. Catch the ball. Anyway. Yeah. So, so anyway, he, like from everything I heard, Ron Gant, who had a multi-million dollar contract. No a contract that stated probably do not do ride not. my <laughs> If it didn't, it sure did. And he that. literally said, I'm going to go out for one more time. And it broke his femur. Dude. If that doesn't tell you that, everything you need. That, to and I've spent so many, like we, so you guys know, we, I owned a racetrack. You guys spent a ton of time there. But I spent, I'm talking about I spent six days a week at a racetrack from yeah. 10 in the morning till dark. And I watched people come in. I watched dudes unload. I could tell they had, might have a, a jersey, blue jeans for sure, bring seven buddies with them. They do their ride. They didn't. The other dudes didn't pay. And I'm like, and I see them transition. I don't care. They, they, the homeboy oh, goes, Oh, they're Wayne, switching? You may think I'm right. Let me ride that thing. thing. I'm like, I, I tell Kyle, we're up top with my dad. I'm like, dude, watch this. And, dude, <laughs> it is the – so many times. They have no business. They, you know, they're like – and then he goes, they're over a berm so yes. fast and into the woods. I'm like, you could see it Gnarly. from a mile away. 
mile and, you, away. and it happened so often, you probably had to find humor in it, right? Oh, 100%. Otherwise, I got so callous to dudes eating shit until my kids started riding. I'm yeah. like, the littlest thing, I'm like, holy then cow. Then it looked different oh, all of a sudden. Frightening, frightening yeah. when my kids started riding. Very sketchy when you You were talking drive. about the jeans. I, I saw um, where Randy, we were talking about Randy Richardson earlier. He was at some vintage event this weekend. This weekend. Muddy Creek. And he at Muddy Creek, yeah. Him and his and dad, so, 79, his pops race too. Wow. Well, and I'm sure he's probably sweet. faster than I am. Oh, f- and, um, for me, for sure. He had his little tip in there where you cut the cuffs out of your blue jeans because he wore blue jeans during the race. Inside there your boots. I think it was so awesome. And Plus I think what's well, a good helmet to smoke cigarettes And with I'm too, pretty though. sure that they won every class. I saw he had 900 trophies. Yeah, they were like. Every plaque oh, for every class. Randy's yeah, fast, dude. he's good. Oh, well, I mean, must have took seventeen motorcycles too, because he like literally, they're holding up four trophy, up here, like and then three like, up below. They're like, on seven, the like poker cards. Wow. I mean, they're like they've got them all. <laughs> he had seven trophies, if I remember correctly. That's pretty gnarly. Yeah, you'll. Uh, Randy qualified for some supercross. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. And he's one of the best and funniest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah, so. we had yeah. a good time. And I know he doesn't remember this, but he was really funny. <laughs> it, it, uh, the ratio right ruined his memory. It, uh, Red Bull. The, uh, Day in the Dirt. Day in the Dirt. Yeah, that yeah. was a lot of fun. What and up? he was killing the lap times on his vintage bike. On like the 77. 77. The high revving 77. I think it, it might have been older than that. That thing was old, The Husky? Man. Yeah. I think it's 77, 125, right? I believe him to be true to his word. Yeah, he ain't going to come up there 77, line. 1,200. Yeah. <laughs> the high revving 77. He may. I mean, you never know. You'll you'll have that on them big races where guys just lie about the year. Nobody knows any different. BS on your BSA, yeah. son. That's They're a damn fun. Honda. Everybody knows it. <laughs> well, you they, know, none you of that tell, Like back then, it, it was all the same frame. They'd put a 400 Heck, a 68 Husky looks the same as a 77 <laughs> Husky. The tank does, at least. Well, well, you, yeah. you can kind of see why they went away for a few years. Yeah. <laughs> what was they the, had a good run. What was the first Supercross you guys ever went to? Oh, surely it was Atlanta, probably the muddy one. Barnett wins, I think, in the mud, 80. They used our starting gate. They used to come. My yeah, poor you da- told me that. My poor dad would have to dig our 40-man gate up, only use 20, I guess, the first whatever. Yeah. Haul it, load it, take it down to uh, to the uh, <clears throat> Atlanta to the Fulton County Stadium. Fulton County Stadium, and they'd use our gate forever, and they gave us like three tickets. Hey, man, for all your hard work. Thanks, sir. <laughs> Could you imagine getting that big old We need your gate. We need your dirt. We need everything. Everything. Here's fifteen dollars worth of tickets back there. I'd love to know what the deal was. I think I went in seventy seven through seventy nine, somewhere in there. I was, I was a, not there. I was about early. four years old. I wasn't there. Bob Hanna definitely raced. They had three wheeler intermission and it rained like crazy. I know I was four or five. So that's gonna be seventy eight or so. I think that you're you're talking about was that you think that was eighty three? Something like that. I don't know. It was eighty three or eighty four. From that point I, I went on I went every year. I know the we were leaving one year, and some guy jumps on the back of our van, kicks the shit out of it, and next thing you know, they're fighting, and then we're they have to go to court. Like it was this big deal later on. Yeah, just in the parking what, lot. What caused hey, that? I don't know. Just people, you know, ain't letting this dude in. You know, that yeah. Kind of I'm like hell. You ain't coming in front of me. Another seventy-five million. Of I was at Atlanta Unload Fulton County Stadium. Like Kevin's got his wife out here unloading the lawnmower. A push mower. Well, she's better mow my hey, better mow everybody's house that I'm friends with. If she's not gonna be cutting the grass, you think she can change the oil in my Jeep real quick? <laughs> Dude, I needed her to cut my grass. Hey, Randy sent me a, a, a gif of somebody mowing the grass. He goes, I said, I'll, I'll raise my hand at that woman because <laughs> we talk about her cutting my grass. Yeah, she likes to do it, and it's hot, and she likes to get a tan. So yeah, she's working on her tan or fitness. There's lots of benefits. <laughs> lot. I mean, Kevin just 
He doesn't need those benefits. That's so I'm a she coach. needs those benefits, so he lets her achieve. Yeah. I mean, it's really actually nice of You're you. You're a life coach, is what you are. Man, when I was um, when I I was probably 14, my brother decides he's going to take me to a Supercross. You know, and oh shit, and how I does went. this go? How does <laughs> he got five gallons of water? I mean, like, where? I went. No, he didn't take five gallons of water. So I, he says, hey, bring a friend. I got three tickets. Let's go. So I I get my friend Jason, and we. He's got a. This must have been '88 because he had a real new '87 Chevrolet. It was, it was Dude, nice. Has like two of the best Supercrosses of all time in the top for five. for sure. Yeah, it's up there, right? Whew. So, so he picks us up. I'm 14. My buddy's 13, Hell and yeah. we're going down 75. And back then, Chevrolet trucks, the speedometer stopped at 85. Was Greg Mall fighting on the side of the road? At we didn't see point? him fighting. No, he was. This was 75, not 285. Uh, so, but the speedometers wrapped back around to like 10. Hell yeah. Because it went to 85, oh but it's back. So we are flying. So like like super excited bike. When my, brother's, <laughs> my brother's rolling up behind people, and he's like doing his finger like Matimba. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, not today. What's that guy's name? Matumbo. Matumbo. Yeah, Matumbo. Atlanta, so, Matumbo. Play for the Hawks. And, and the people would get over. They'd get over until we got to this one Japanese dude in a blue Toyota car. I'll never forget it. And that dude's eyes, all I could see was that dude's eyes in the mirror. Stop. You know, and he's like, no. Not today. He says, no. I knew and it was my coming. Brother's like, tactics. My brother's like, tactics. My brother's like, Kevin, why'd you have to start this? Now Kevin <laughs> Now Kevin is going to be the guy in the blue Toyota. Go he ahead, is Kevin. the blue Toyota. All right, Kevin, I go ahead. Up, I pull up, I the speed limit. <laughs> to hell with you, American. Yeah, so the Chevrolet grill is breathing on this Toyota's trunk, right? I mean, we are so close. And and me and my friend, I mean, we're scared, right? I mean, I bet we're going 100. You're scared because of the accident or because back then we thought all Japanese people planned Pearl Harbor. We thought they planned Pearl Harbor. I I didn't. I thought they planned Pearl Harbor. So I was like, they're going to bomb us. I don't want to get bombed. I'm in a Chevrolet truck. Please don't drop a bomb on us. (laughs) Baby. So, so turns out we dropped a bomb on them. <laughs> yeah. We're the assholes. Right. Let's Maybe be we're the jerks. Turns out we were. I was only three weeks into history. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, six, laughs> that's bullshit. Like wait till the end, dog, because it turns around for it the old Americans. It goes the other way too. So, okay. so, so this guy wouldn't move. I just remember this guy wouldn't move. So we had to go around one person. My brother's complaining like that's crazy. Bullshit. So we get down, we park, and he's like. Psh. Better take these beauty rings off, man. Somebody's liable to steal them. You know the beauty ring. <laughs> I know is like exactly. Yeah, the silver, you know, this little yes. silver ring. I mean, it was nothing. Who's gonna steal that? He's over there <laughs> yanking like crazy on these things, and he gets them. And then he, it's he cold. Gets arrested for stealing his own his beauty, beauty rings. rings. <laughs> this <laughs> the Japanese guy. Like, He's stealing what are you a beauty doing? ring. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Nailed him. Got another one stealing beauty rings Stupid off eighty-seven Silverados. I take your ticket. So he. It's cold because it's Fulton County Stadium. It's February, him right? Him and his friend wind up in the Supercross with the Japanese guy. With the Japanese guy. Because <laughs> my brother's ever. in jail. He was a show of suspension tech. He took you everywhere. He got all <laughs> the autographs. Was. He was great. heading. It's awesome, man. It's killer. So he, it's cold. So my brother pulls out these coveralls, like one piece. You step Bro, your if legs. You're talking and, about, there, was, there, were not, there were a few Atlanta Supercross where they were below the 30s. Yeah, freezing. it was freezing. So I got a night, story about Don't let me... Not tell my story about that when you finish. Okay, so he puts these coveralls on and they're covered in paint because his side job was painting houses. So he doesn't zip them and he doesn't tie his boots. 
So the Timberlands are loose. Just flopping. And, and then the outfit's all open. Timberlands. Timberlands. Ain't got no money. That's what Kevin said last week, Timberlands. So we're walking into the stadium, and I, he looks freaking crazy, man. I mean, the boots are flopping. The outfit's all open and stuff. <laughs> like he's Robert got, Pastrana. He's got two, to the he's got two he's beauty like rings Robert around. Pastrana. He's got two beauty rings around each for shoulder. Nipples, for nipples. Yeah, for nipple rings. 15-inch. Is this cornbread? Like, what's happening here? So he's, he's got he's, two nipple chimes. He's got a serious <laughs> swagger when he walks. If you, you saw my brother walk, he he's Dude, this rivals your first race. Like the, It's the same thing over. It's just no motorcycles just on our part. It's we the same you pay to get in the Supercross? Or yeah, we paid. Did uh, you run across, <laughs> he had tickets, climb over man. the top of No, Fulton no, County. he didn't drop me off over there. <laughs> Go pretend you're taking out the Threw garbage. you over the fence. <laughs> So he's walking in, and everybody's turning and looking. I mean, we are noticing tons of people staring. So he looks at this woman who's staring him down, and he goes, Hey, baby, you look twice, and you want it three times, and you own it. What? And I'm just like, oh, crud. Your brother said that? He told the lady. In a, in a zip-up? Unzip. Unzip. Zip-up. What? You look twice and you want it three times and you own it, baby. And he was dead serious. That's game, baby. And you know how like they play game the of, national hey, anthem. Game or over. Yeah, like, it's over. When the national anthem starts, there's always halfway through the first dude Woo! that starts screaming. That was my brother that night. Hell yeah! <laughs> eighty-eight oh, Atlanta oh, Supercross. Eighty-eight. Woo! We're knee deep in uh, the Coors stuff Light. overseas. And no, hey, that, let me tell you. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's by God. You, Nineteen. Th- we nine, didn't like Jean Michel <laughs> Bell. Anybody, any foreigners? No, for real. I hate, I hate saying that, but like that was well, and it was forty-seven years post yeah. Pearl Harbor. I, I mean, nineteen eighty-eight. That pickup line works. It Atlanta. It did. Yeah, yeah, it did sure. <laughs> yeah, he made he, he made us go to university. He's gonna psych me out again, dude. Last week I got. <laughs> Okay. Caleb, Caleb's up See, here. Oh, yeah. What's up? Hate it for you, cuz. So one of those years when it was like nine degrees at that race. Yes. Probably the same year he's talking about. Painful. There was a woman, you know, you, you got your stadium and there's like the overhang at the top, yeah. you know. A piece of ice fell off the overhang. And killed a woman. It, it, they had to take her off on a stretcher right in front Are of you. Are you serious? I swear to God. A, a damn piece of ice. Icicle <laughs> killed somebody. <laughs> That's a stalactite. <laughs> By God. The stalactites grow hits up. Her, and these grow and everybody's down. sitting around like, what the fuck just happened? And everybody, you know, I'm like, 14, oh 13, my God. everybody's like... An hey. ice dagger just fell out of the what? sky. Yeah. I've never heard that. No, and that was Japanese And I can tell inflicted. you one of those... Dang right. I get you in the long run. One of those <laughs> rain races in there, like 85-ish, 84, 85, 86, right in that range, that is the night that why I don't really like whiskey to this day. At age, at age 15, yeah, me and this old girl. Boy, it we, were, we cruised over from Studebaker's. We had no. a couple drinks over there. <laughs> Somebody had it. We had like... <laughs> We had like two handles of like Evan Williams or something. Handles, son. Because we need the biggest. I don't bottle, even know what a man. handle is at this mile. I think it's when you throw it on your shoulder and the lean Tennessee back. tip. They I got it. so yeah. there, sick <laughs> and so. And we were in a big conversion van. There were about nineteen yeah, of us in there. Absolutely. Disco ball. Yeah, I that DNA flowing, squirting everywhere. I was still drinking right <laughs> up to the point where I puked. So that shit burned. Like it didn't have any time to process in my stomach. Get it was pretty much still hot when it come back up. Right. Right. He's like, I'll see you in nine months, baby. Be ready to carry. <laughs> don't even doubt it, girl. It's mine, baby. I, I don't care who you think it is. It's, it's mine. mine. I'm 14. I'm in eighth hey, grade. Yeah, me and my homeroom teacher that, that night. You dang right. Yeah. You remember? Didn't he hook up with a principal? No. It was, well, my wife's a principal now, but so that's, it's true. That's different. That, I, yeah. So the, it's the true. normal. 
dude would hook up with, but he, he hooked up with like the board of education, like the top, yeah, like, I want to do superintendent, superintendent of, schools. of schools. Like that's Nick because he dated like college professors. What's the and, most inappropriate? Yeah, I'm superintendent. Yeah, yeah, that's worse than a teacher, man. Well, you know, when you when you're writing down your list of, of goals, it has to be a, <laughs> your list of goals. You know, when you get to high you school, know how they tell you you got to write down your goals. In an elected, you got like a short term goal, a long yeah, term, and then you know, in long term back then was just a few months. That was like right? three weeks. Yeah, yeah so that's long term goals, like six months. And let me remind, let and me, you had every, to put, everyone needs to be reminded. Nick is at age seven was about six three, two twenty. Yeah. So, looked like he's twenty seven. He could buy beer in third grade. You can, and then me and John, like I, I still we get were, carded now. Like yes, we're I did, normal average dorky skinny dudes, and this guy was slaying the board the superintendent of schools so. you have your goals and i happen to put down an elected official that's <laughs> solid yeah. and then right. how could you not achieve? i gotta call adam since real low do you want us to scream right when he answers because that's nick's move no, <laughs> that was the greatest thing i don't think that would go uh, that i think malcolm was a perfect he person was perfect for to that. be yeah. screaming yeah, when he picks up <laughs> i loved it man that, that made me laugh The number you have dialed. Hello. Hey, is this Adam Sansrillo? This is Winners Take Y'all. Do you have a good ninety minutes to give us? <laughs> Maybe one twenty. Uh, no, uh, th- uh, this is Michael. Michael. Sansarillo, oh, hey, Michael. <laughs> Michael Adam Sansrillo. Hey, so are you doing a podcast What's up, right guys? now? Um, I guess so. Are we going? Are we I mean, running? no, you no, are. I, Kevin's I convinced that you're recording said, your podcast. Yeah, and he's going to steal our, on this. Podcast. He's going to steal our podcast. And get like two for one. Well, just a lazy way to do it. (laughs) (laughs) My podcast is already lazy because my the the people that I hired. I I don't know if you guys know Shane Doyle, but I I, I do. He's got a company that yeah, he runs my social media. So he was just like, dude, we should do this. And I'm like, okay. And he just shows up with all the gear and sets it all up, and all I have to do is talk. So man, that's kind of the way it is. That's the way it is for these guys. Yeah, we just show up and we show up to Kevin's house. His wife's cutting grass. She. Washes cooks, our cars. Washes yeah. cars. Cooks while we're here. It's really <laughs> big living. It's big, big living. Very yeah, uh, lucrative, you guys. Living. Dude, I just re- I looked at your uh, Instagram profile, and you're you're straight up a plus twenty five guy now. Like you're a vet rider we have on. That blows my mind. Oh, I know, man. It's I feel like I had like a I I know I think I did. I think I had a midlife crisis when I turned twenty five, and <laughs> I, I rooted that back to because you know growing up. Vet the riders, first dude. vet class is obviously plus 25. And so when I hit that, I think subconsciously I was a little bit like, damn, man, I'm over the hill. I got to buy but, a Corvette and find an old middle-aged woman. Buy yes. some New Balance tennis shoes. Yes. Start, start you- grilling like a madman. Yeah, exactly. I actually just got done putting together some outdoor furniture. It's, I'm trying to do more manly things these days. Right on. You know, keep the keep the testosterone levels up because I'm sure they're on their way down here soon. That's what Kevin's wife does. Ho- hopefully, 25 is not midlife. No, not for you. <laughs> That's at least quarter of the way. Oh no. Well, I I think I just had a jump start on the midlife crisis. I think maybe at maybe at 50 it'll be less of a less of a struggle. Yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of putting together outdoor furniture, like Weege put together some furniture, and have you ever just followed his lack of manliness in any capacity? Like he and I are dear friends, and he all, we have a little text group, and he's like, "Man, I put together a grill, and like it'll it'll just like, fall <laughs> it'll fall apart while on fire." Like he has the he has zero man skills at all. Do you, are you familiar with that at all? But his wife has them. Yeah, I, you know, I actually, 
growing up and you're so focused on one goal, anything that distracted me from that for the longest time, like even with buying houses, I would buy move in ready houses always like furnished if I could all that kind of little stuff where you, you know, learn to put together furniture and just do life stuff. But to me, it was just a waste of time. And I find now that I've gotten a little bit, um, you know, I guess I am kind of a veteran now. I've been pro 10 years. So as I've gotten a little bit older, I'm like, man, it's kind of time to start being a little bit more well-rounded with some of these things. So I try to challenge myself in in little areas like that, even if it's something small. But, But you, you succeed, right? Most of the time, yeah. I mean, there's YouTube, man. You can do anything. Dude, if you, follow you never a had video. like furniture burst into flames. I'm I telling mean, you, Weege will he will go live on Instagram. He goes, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to change this tube on a bicycle. It, it is like <laughs> rock neuroscience. It is he's doing brain surgery. He cannot do it. He is so in. <laughs> that's a <clears throat> that's a secure man that can he that is can broadcast, can broadcast that to the absolutely. world. Absolutely, no, he is. You know, you know go ahead. Supreme self confidence. It is. He owns it, and it, it's why it's so hysterical. He, his his thing is like, how did you know? Like he always like, we'll be talking, and I'm like, yeah, I was, I don't know, I put a belt on the mower, and blah blah. He goes, how did you know how to do it? I said, I don't know, man. I just, just shit, man. I, just looked I at look it. under there, and there's like four pulleys, and I'm like, well, it has to go around these four. Dude, it blows his mind. It's it's comical though. I, I just love following it along, like making toast, making coffee. I don't know if the guy can still work his Keurig at this point. <laughs> Dude, that's complicated. That's a true story. Yeah. Well, he's cheap too, right? That's his oh, thing. Oh, that, that's it for sure. So you think that guy never that... stops working? I always, I always, I always joke with Jason when I when I see him um, because he just is always doing something, calling some race or, yeah. I mean, the guy works some long hours, so respect. Yeah, yeah. We we uh, share a room at Loretta's, and I come. He we come back, and we're, I'm in my bed. He's in my bed, obviously with me, and he's on his laptop. And I'm like, dude. What are we doing here? This is our time. Like, stop. <laughs> this is our time. Oh, my man. God. Just man, I thought you said you we pillow. could be for us. Yeah. Pillow divider or no pillow divider? No. You know, the funny thing, the first time we ever worked together was at Cycle Ranch in uh, Texas. And we get there, and they're like, hey, man, we got, you guys, we got you guys all set up. We got a king for you. I'm like, sick. Two kings? Awesome. He goes, nope, one king. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> first night <laughs> no we ever way. First night Did we ever really do you like that? True story. Yep. Don Schneidlein Schneider, who, God rest his soul, the the creator of the Western Four Stroke Nationals. Yeah. He was ahead of his time, and uh, he put us in one bed together, and the rest is history. They look, they look <laughs> compatible. They just they shouldn't have looked compatible. Oh, man, that's good. Yeah. Well, dude, Progressive. I want to uh, – like, let's get into uh, – we, we normally really don't talk motocross when we get on this show, to be totally honest. We, we tell dumb stories, and uh, it's just whatever is top of it's mind. It's all motocross stories. but we uh, I love it. Yeah, so we don't have to dive into, like – you know, well, well, you know, great to see you finish, yeah, what, whatever. Uh, what, what did you do with your clicker settings? Yeah, I don't, so, I don't no, care about any of that. that. None of that. I do want to ask you, uh, we had yeah. Damon Bradshaw on last week, and we're, we've kind of, I don't, we're not going off on the tracks because I know there's procedures and time and, you know. And it's tough, and, and everybody's trying. And I just, like, I thought Bud's Creek was done so well. Like, it wasn't super wet and ruddy. I thought it was raceable. It looked racy. It looked cool, yeah. man. I, like, it looked like a track I want to ride. And I think Ricky even said that. He goes, I don't normally say this, but I want to ride this track. And I'm like, dude, I feel you. Yeah, it was it was really good. And I think they did. I think sometimes we kind of get trapped in the mentality of making it super gnarly. And you just want it to be, to be really rough and Uh, You know, that's what the man, the ego in us wants to do every weekend. Right. But I think they do a good job sometimes when they rip it so deep in the morning and it can, you know, a massive 
25 foot wide turn could only have really two usable ruts by the time the first moto comes around so i think they did a good job this weekend kind of opening it up you know after it got muddy and kind of sat in um you know they they weren't afraid to work a couple turns and yeah it was really racy those coming down like after henry hill going outside inside like options like that that were so um you know, so similar in, in, in pace in either line, like you saw a bunch of guys making passes on the outside. And, um, I think that's kind of a, a sign of a good racetrack right there, but no, it was cool. And the, the jump faces were pretty massive, honestly. So I threw some cool scrubs I was stoked on. And, um, yeah, it's, it's funny because I, I made my pro debut at Bud's Creek yep. 10 years ago. 2013. It's Dude, I've called so many of your dumb races as a kid. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Like I've called all of Coop stuff and like a ton of mm-hmm. like all you little dorks. And here you are, like you're vet riders. You got families. They're not or, little kids anymore. No, they're Kevin. absolutely not. No, but it, it just blows my mind no, to see yeah. you guys do your deal. It's wild because I do. I remember. I don't remember much about my first pro race besides just getting my ass kicked. But <laughs> I did. Uh, I don't know if I beat Will Hahn to the actual whole shot stripe on the step up, but I came out of the first turn first. I snuck around the inside. I did the same thing in the first motor this week, and I thought yes. it was kind of ironic. It was it was it was literally the same gate, ten years um, to the day, same line, everything. Ten years to the day. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah, so, suck it, Will. Time Hahn. flies, man. We had Will on a few weeks ago, so he can suck it. <laughs> He's a good dude. Not He's that Kevin's dude. got any pent up hostility no, I, or anything. I, I, no, I, I, they they asked for it. They said, "Man, if you see him at a race, just kick the shit out of me." Like they they told Will, <laughs> Will, you have car <laughs> dive off of to a beat my porch ass. somewhere and I just love land too, on man. Kevin's shoulder. He's a great sport. You have you have who has beef with Will? You have you have beef? No, absolutely no. no. I just he has I just nine. cut up with him. No, if you have beef with Will, like oh, you need to look in the oh, mirror. Okay. Like, that's on you. You're on vital. Yeah, for real. Yeah, you're a vital. For real, right? You're a They're just cutting up, and he was cut, they were cutting up so hard. We're like, Will, when you see him, just man, just the please the shit out injure of him. Kevin. That was our main. <laughs> like, that's what we hoped would come Listen, up. Listen, don't make me don't make me call okay. my horse. I'll call Wes. I Kanan. see. I will deploy Wes. Kanan. Yeah, he has a go bag. He has a go bag. And he can be anywhere in North America. Go back. 30 to 60 minutes. He can I, be in the airport. Kevin, Kevin, you've got the best one-liners in, in dirt bikes. Period. I agree with that. I want you I want you to know that. Dude, I'll take that. A go bag, dude. Who comes up with a go bag? Wes Kane. I mean Wes Kane, we were we were at Gatorback at Mini at the Mini O's one year. And he's wearing for whatever reason he's wearing a beret and a trench coat. Oh, God dang, <laughs> it's Florida. That's I know, what you and wear. I kid you not, Wes Kane goes. I am Sergeant West Kane from Coleslavia. I'm like Coleslavia. <laughs> not, oh my it's God. not even a country, man. He dude makes me laugh. Yeah, West Kane is hilarious. How is West doing? Dude, How is West doing? I haven't seen him in a I, while. I saw him at Loretta's. He is doing the. They're doing the show currently. He's doing. Uh, going to be doing Kicker Arena Cross. He's still doing. He's still doing West Kane stuff, man. He's good people. We're trying to get him in the booth. Yeah, always. Yeah, I know that would be that would be great. Little he's got a wrestling. I can't even. He's got a wrestling gig coming. He's. I've always told Wes. I said, oh no way! The fact that you, sh- he's got something. It's almost about to happen. I said you need to be some <laughs> Jimmy Lawless or whoever, one of these wrestling agents at WWE. Is that would, really a name? What was, what was Jimmy Lawyer? The little skinny. I had guy. a Jimmy guy Lawless. that worked for me named Jimmy Lawless. He had a briefcase. You're, talking, Jimmy, you're, you're mixing up like Robbie Lawler. And, well, uh, whatever. It's a skinny little guy had a beard, looked like Travis Tritt, weighed about 170 pounds. And yeah. He was a little agent for the WWF back in the day. Anyway, I've always said, Wes, you've got to find your way into wrestling because that's yeah. your deal. Like you, you need Robbie Lawler, whatever, whoever the hell this guy was. Anyway, yeah. So I'm a big fan of Wes Kane. Yeah, he makes me laugh. Yeah, me too. He's awesome. 
I'd, I'd like to see him grab the go bag, go grab Will Hahn, find you, and beat an me up, and beat me up with Will <laughs> and Hahn. Attack. Just beat me up with he'll pick Will Hahn Will Hahn's just, body. Yeah, he'll use Will Hahn. <laughs> he'll, whip, yeah. he'll whip your ass with Will Hahn. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know how you know how he's going to swing Will by the feet and just Absolutely. take you out. Wow. So Adam, how how is your um, how's your podcast going like? Like, what are you trying to get out of it? Is it more for you? Like this for us? I don't care if nobody, if anyone listens. It's so therapeutic for yeah. us three. We, I could give a shit. Kevin if went listens. hard after Lever Skins as a sponsor, and we got them, and got them. And that's he says that's enough money. We're yes, good. Helmet skins and Lever Skins. They are a huge supporter of. We're going. We're going to go after Rhino Skins too. We got all the skins. Well, anyway, pure skin. <laughs> tell me, tell me about your your podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, for for me, I mean, I think the. I think social media in racing is it's so hard to be original now. You know, we all do the same like posts on Sundays with a recap of the results and it's hard, you know, you want to try to post different stuff and have cool content, but really, you know, the life that we live is pretty simple. I mean, it really is just dirt bikes and chilling mainly, you know, every once in a while we'll do something cool, but um, and then I'm really not trying to like vlog it or something. So for me, it was just a way to, I feel that I have a lot to offer in terms of kind of my experience in the sport. And I think I'm able to articulate, um, information to people in which like kind of, I guess, behind the scenes, more information that people can kind of digest and understand. And I thought it was just a way that I could, I'm always trying to see where I can add value you know, to, to whatever I'm doing. And I think it was just kind of an original way. I mean, not that a podcast is original, but, um, you know, I'm able to kind of, you know, be creative and, and talk about the things I want to talk about. And, you know, hopefully people can, can learn something from it or, or just enjoy it, be entertained, whatever it may be. But yeah, it was just my, um, my social media, um, company, basically my, my guy, Shane Doyle, that helps me out. He was like, dude, we should, we should start this podcast. And I, we had kind of been talking about it and he kind of supplied all the, everything necessary, you know, all the equipment, everything. He just shows up and we're ready to go. And I'm like, hell yeah. I mean, you guys know I could talk all damn day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so kind of like what it, the, uh, the athletic yeah, it's worked out. The athletic kind of provided athletes a place to you know, do their own PR, their own press, their own kind of interview stuff. And you're one of the first guys to do it. I think you and Christian Craig are one of the few guys that do it. You were way early on the vlogs as well. So yeah, you're kind of cutting edge in terms of our sport. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think I just got burnt out on social media, really. You know, that's why I kind of hired a, hired a company to do it because in today's world, you, you know, I would love to just sometimes I would love to just delete it all. Cause I feel like, we, I, you know, I spend too much time, um, too much time on it. And kind of, that was my way of kind of distancing myself a little bit from that. So I could focus on just more things I'm doing in my life, be a little bit more engaged. And yeah, the podcast kind of just came up and it's just a way for me to, I guess, just really get my thoughts out there. You know, maybe it is therapeutic in a way. I Don't can you just think- go out there. <clears throat> like you were saying, you- don't you think that like social media today is like, there's nobody that says we probably shouldn't just get rid of social media, but nobody can stop it. Like there's no way, like you can't do without it. Everything. You know what I mean? Like that was the best invention and (laughs) the worst. Yeah. And the worst. Initially it was awesome. It was cool. Kind of. And then it, then all the opinions got involved and it got nasty. And I'm 
Like Vital MX, you dude, I would give you a thousand dollars. Offend people. You if you be... just said, "Hey, this is Adam on Vital MX. What do you think about my year so far?" <laughs> Jesus, watch son. The, and watch the dumb shit that comes put your out of their armor mouth. on because they're about to. Attack. They're awful. The people are awful. Yeah, I mean, it's like the, yeah, I, I feel you. You know, it's like nobody, but you can't get away from it. Like as bad as you hate it, you can't get rid of it because that's where everything's at. That's you know, where you sub it out. Yeah. I'm subbed it out. So the way, I, the way I look at it is, the way I look at it is, it's it's here and it's here to stay. And um, as frustrating as it as it can be, and you know, we can all be mad at kind of how the world's trending in that way. But it's happened. The wheels are in motion, and so I've just tried to kind of establish a, a healthy boundary for me. Because yeah, we all, you know, we're all addicted to it, right? And so now I hired you know this company to do it for me, and I still. Um, you know, I still write my own captions and, you know, say what I want to say, pick the pictures and stuff, but it's just not the endless kind of scrolling that we do. And I'll do, um, every month I'll do, I'll do three weeks off, off of social. So no social on my phone for three weeks. And then I'll do a week on just to kind of keep myself honest. So where'd where'd you come up with that? Yeah, I'm trying. Was that self-imposed or did you? Somebody yeah, well, Goggins. No, it was self. Hey, bitch, I mean, get off your damn. Pretty phone. much, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much everything in my life I feel is pretty self-imposed. But I think, um, you know, I think I went through kind of a difficult time, and it's just you always have so much information at your fingertips. Like your brain is overloaded. You know, oh, look at this guy's life or this girl's useless life or information. you know, you just you play the yeah, just useless information. You you know, everybody's living their best lives on on Instagram, right, or Twitter or whatever. And I just kind of wanted to, yeah, I would guess I was just in my head at the time, and I just kind of wanted to. It was my way of kind of getting out of my head in this you know in this kind of rough patch that I was in and. Um, you know, when I took it off there, I, I guess I just felt, I felt better. So I figured I'd make a habit of it. So can I ask you a question about all the hoopla and, and, and rightfully so that surrounds, uh, Jet Lawrence, like, and people think that this is this incredible new style of riding. Like, I mean, it's, it's different. It's fast. It's working, but it's not like, I don't think it's like brand new. I'm not like. There's elements that are there, present in I other think, pros. Yeah, and, and also, I think Hayden Deegan has none of that. The dude just blitzes, and he hauls ass. And so loose, I think it's yeah. working. You know, I think there's whatever. I think we all get caught up in the uh, whatever whatever the flavor of the day is. And, and Jet, rightfully so, I don't want to discredit what he's done because he's having a magical season. No, of course. But I don't think he's doing like – I mean, Ricky did it in a totally different kind of way. Dude did it for two fucking seasons. Yeah. So if you want – you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I totally understand what you mean. I mean, you see those guys, Ricky, James, Chad, they come along and, you know, who's ever, whoever is at the top, they kind of change the game from the generation going forward. And, um, you know, I think that kind of turned into the Barsha generation where we're all, you know, wide open from the time we leave the ground to the time we land. And I think it's just a natural evolution of the sport, really. I mean, I think – you can look back at, at Kenny's early years, um, especially outdoors, 2014, 2016, and he, he was doing a lot of things that, that Jet's doing now, um, I would say. But I think I think Jet's uh, I think Jet just does it better than everybody else has as far as that kind of roll speed, light braking, um, kind of hopping around, crafty, bad. like Pors- Porcel. You know, we've seen Porcel when he got – 
you know, when he was kind of in his prime doing his thing and we were kind of saying similar things about, about him. Um, not that he had won 22 motos in a row or 20 motos in a row, but, um, no, I think Jet is changing the game, and I think in three years from now, you're going to see a lot less people, a lot less kids um, holding it wide open in the air at, at like, many O's and stuff. You nice. know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be a little quieter as a yes, fan. Yes, it might I can, be nice. I appreciate that. So, has, has, but I, I do I do agree. I do agree that we tend to, uh, just with any sport, we tend to be a bit extreme, right? So now it's like, oh, we need, we have to ride like Jet. That's kind of the fan's perspective, which it, it's just not – it's just never going to be that cut and dry. Everybody's going to, you know, Hayden big and he's going to have, he's going to win championships. He's going to have a lot of success and he's never going to ride like that. I think you can um, try to implement some things that can, you know, that can help. But like Barsha is unbelievably good racer and he's never going to ride like jet and he's still going to be great, you know? So um, there's not, there's definitely not one way to do it, but jet has found something that works for him. And I think it's as simple as that. Yeah, that's, I was going to ask you, A, have you, have you found yourself, and I bet you and Nick have talked about this, like, no, we're not going to change what we do because this works for you. And, and like in baseball, I can watch Matt Olson, our first baseman for the Braves, the way he hits versus Ronald Acuna versus another guy, three different guys, all back right. over 300, all smashing all home runs, and they all get it done. So there's not, you know, more than one way to skin a cat, I guess. Yeah, yeah I think I tried to – you know, in practice, I try to practice deliberately. So I find areas that I need to work on and I try to kind of hyper-focus on those things every day. I figured if I can get, you know, a half percent better at, I don't know, keeping my outside elbow up or keeping my feet tucked or something like that, as long as I'm practicing deliberately um, and improving, uh, I'm good with it. I'm definitely not trying to ride like Jet. Am I trying to be a little bit lighter on the bike coming into turns and have some more roll speed? Absolutely. Sure. You know, and he does that really well. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to be inside you guys' head when y'all watch this stuff. And goes, okay, all right, I can take that, but I still do this kind of good. And like Jason Anderson said, he goes, man, I, I kind of haul ass too. And I'm like, I'm not terrible on a dirt bike. Like you guys, <laughs> so does Adam. You know, all you guys yeah, are all hauling guys. ass. Yeah. Absolutely, we're talking millionths of a second here and there. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to get swept up in the jet hype, though. I mean, he has been, God, he's been unreal, and even. You know, I think this year for me, I'm not where I was like my rookie year in 2020. Obviously, you guys know about the whole nerve situation and all that. It, you know, it does tend to hold me back here and there. And so even my, my style has changed um, because of that. But he oh, I lost my train of thought, basically. He's, cha he's changing the game right now, 100%. But man, I tell you, um, I think the sports. I can't believe I. I don't know if I've ever done that before in an interview. Just completely blanked on what I was going to say next. Oh, I do it all the time, man. Get, welcome to the club. This is you're a, a vet guy now, dude. You're yeah, 25. You're old, dude. I know. It's, it's, oh, I know. Man. Apart, man. Jeez. Got a little CT. Happens. No, to, come hey, on we, now. We just, don't tell my girlfriend. The three of us just sit around and look at each other and forget what we're talking about well, the we whole time. Forget each other's names. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who I'm talking to. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, I, you know. Watching you, you know, you've been going through a tough time, like you said. But, man, it's so – I know it's got to be inspiring for a lot of people seeing you doing what you're doing and just having fun, fun doing and being out there and being – and You can and see doing, progression. And, it's, yeah, it's, and progressing and doing well. Like, it's, it's really – Yeah. I know you're not probably happy it, with it right now, but, but – No, I am, man. But it's cool. To, it's, it's really cool to watch. You know what I mean? It, it really is. Thank you. Thank you. I think – 
I've always hated losing really bad, and I've I've never done I've never done well with it, um, never handled it well, and I think, um, you know, this year in my in my head, it's it's a year to build back. I'm still trying to get healthy and do all that stuff. So I I could I kind of got to a place halfway through Supercross. I was being so hard on myself, just so hard on myself, and it just wasn't sustainable, you know. And I think something. Something changed in me, which kind of uh, allows me to to kind of look at the broader picture of things and, you know, feel like I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to be. Even if I get fifth, sixth, whatever, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do to get back to where I feel I'm going. Can you, um, can you tell and me? And it's, it's been a really rewarding year in that way. We, uh, we, myself and we, when we're at Loretta's, we have hours to just BS and Ryan Holiday will pop in or some other guys and we all kind of start talking like looking back, you did so much winning early on. And then I've talked to a few parents of kids like Drew Adams. And I'm like, they're like, we're glad Drew, not, not based on your success or lack thereof, but like, we're glad Drew hasn't done a ton of winning because we want him to be able to deal with losing and have to work. And, you know, can you speak to any of that? Cause you've lived it, man. You did a shit ton of winning early on a lot of it. Well, I, yeah, I don't think it was necessarily the winning. It was, um, it was just kind of, you know, I, I had a pretty, I had a pretty, I had a, I'm very grateful for, for everything in my life. And I've lived definitely a very privileged life, but, um, I think my image career was really tough on me. I, I had a really, um, you know, I had a really tough time with it and that kind of led to, like when I say about like kind of going through a tough time, like this last couple of years, that, that isn't, I mean, yes, it has to do with me getting hurt, not getting results, you know, not being on the bike, but that's more life stuff. Yep. You know, I, I didn't have any, and I, and I mean that I'm not being dramatic here. Like I didn't have any self-worth whatsoever hmm. besides winning races. Like that's what I was, that's what I was taught to do is just is when, and, and that's it. And I didn't know anything else. And, with that, you don't know how to deal with failure or, um, you know, when it's not going right, it's you, you're left with all these kind of deficiencies in your life areas that you haven't been, you know, you haven't worked on. And then, you know, life comes and inevitably it's up and up and down. And, you know, I just wasn't equipped to handle it. So that's, that's really the last couple of years for me. I think sometimes people get confused about, you know, like, is it, you know, it's not just like I'm bummed out because I tore my ACL, you know, it's, it's kind of some childhood stuff that, that I was, uh, that I was working through and, and still working through, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a process as they say, but I think winning early, definitely, um, you know, you have to deal with the pressure for a long time. And I, I thank God every day. I love dirt bikes as much as I do. Because, you know, I was riding six days a week when I was seven years old. You know, I'm still here, still doing it at the top level. And um, you, you are you a know, classic I think poster I, boy for what should have been burnout. That was always my thought. I'm like, dude, this oh, guy. Oh, no, great. 100%. And, and there's so many times when I'm like 13, 14, 15, where I'm like, dude, I don't think I can do this. Like, I, I don't think I can do another day. You know, and there, there's been plenty of time. And as much as I and don't get that confused, it's not like I don't. You guys know how much I love the sport and love dirt bikes, but that's, you know, my, I was living a very unbalanced life and, um, 
that that's where things kind of got complicated for me. That's where my struggles have come from. It's not necessarily from the winning or the losing or whatever. It's my relationship with all that in terms of, you know, just my relationship with myself in that way. And so to parents, you know, of kids and that, I, I would say just, go. yes, Speak, Pete, <laughs> preach brother. Oh, I would just, I mean, one, you got to let the kid know that, that he's, you know, that he's good no matter what, win, lose, whatever. I think, but when I say this too, I'm not saying don't push your kid. Like if I didn't have somebody there pushing me, I wouldn't have got the most out of myself a hundred percent, but there's just, there's a balance to everything. You know, they say everything in moderation and, um, you know, I think that that, balance says you can, was, was where your, did it, what, where did what come from? Was your dad, I mean, I don't want to roll Alan under the bus, but like, was he super hard or was it just, he was learning, he was learning to be a parent too. Like I, I'm a new parent at the time. And like I would have had a kid, I would have kind of just did my best. Like Tony Alessi did his best. Yeah. At least he thought he was. Yeah. I, I love my dad and he, uh, you know, he sacrificed a lot for me and I wouldn't be here without him. You know, he drove me around the country and um, you know, he was away from my mom and sister a lot because of, you know, doing my thing with me and, you know, I owe a lot to him. Um, and yeah, I'm not going to throw my dad under the bus because he was doing his best, you know? And I think, um, yeah, I think sometimes we were both learning at the same time. It's, you know, he didn't come from a dirt bike background. And we, so we were both kind of learning the sport at the same time and, and doing the best we could. And, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm 26 years old and, um, I've kind of reached a point where, you know, I feel I'm accountable for, for everything in my life, you know, and I, um, you know, I, I don't tend to point the finger anywhere. I think, I think the place where I am now, I, I'm so glad that I've gone through the things that I've gone through and everything that's happened, like kind of the perseverance I had to have as a child prepared me for all of these things that, you know, that I have overcome. And, and, um, you know, I, I wouldn't be here if I didn't have that, if, you know, if Alan wasn't there pushing me and helping me. So I think he was, uh, uh Will Hahn may have been the one that mentioned this Kevin was uh he said that he attributed winning to being loved when he was a child or was it Nick it may have been no that's a, that's a great point because he was like cuz he got more just like he got um, he associated love with, with winning and when, when he, he won he got more attention and, he, and, more. and his dad probably still loved him no matter what but in his head he probably was mentally like well he's like yeah but this is what I base I my get, worth yeah. and I AC you totally just said that. It, well, and it feels, you know, it, it can feel as a child, it can feel conditional, you know, and that's, shoot, I mean, that that's a host to, you know, a lot of problems, you know, in itself. Um, yeah, but, at, you know, at the end of the day, it's like I'm, I'm in a great spot now, and it's one of those things where you look back and all the tough times in your life led to, you know, like the, how I've progressed just as a man. I, I yeah. wouldn't have it any other way. So it, I don't look back at anything, and I'm not – I'm not angry about it. You know, I think I've, I think I've done really, really well for, for how everything is gone. And I'm, you know, proud of myself and and everybody that's, you know, helped me out along the way. And I think that's what I was saying earlier. Like I, you can almost feel that kind that progression and the fact that you still love dirt bikes and you can feel like, like Dude, you and, beat and a maybe, lot of odds, man. Yeah, and, and may I can only speak for myself. I don't know, how, like the other fans watching, but I always feel like that. I'm like, man, he knows he's a little bit off with the nerve deal. He knows he's this, and he's out there giving it his all, 
and feeling good about what he's doing. But he's you know still what I mean? Like fast he, as anybody. And fast as all get out and <laughs> still there, still yeah. in the top. You know what I mean? At the top of the sport and like. I feel like that that's in you know I don't know if that's you know it or not game. but it, that's but the it, long game. yeah but it comes through to the fans like all that for you comes through to yeah. the real you know not necessarily the keyboard well, they trolls, know about but, your perseverance there's no doubt about that yeah I I appreciate that um, you know I do I I think I think kind of as life you know goes by I think your purpose or you know, you can interpret it a bunch of different ways. But for me personally, I feel that my purpose has kind of been revealed to me over time. And I feel that I am just with all the circumstances in my life, the uncontrollable factors and, and kind of, you know, the man that that's made me, I feel that I'm, I'm built to persevere. Like I, I feel like I've been, um, I've walked the path I need to walk to be able to, I really feel that I can that I can deal with anything, you know, whether that's true or not. I mean, I, I feel that. And I think, I think for me, I try to be, I, and I take a lot of pride in it and it means more to me than probably anything. I, I try to be a light for people that, you know, people know my story and they know it hasn't been perfect. You know, it's, it's been, it's been shitty at times. And, um, you know, whether you admit it or not, it's that's kind of life for everybody in one way or another, whether it's on the big stage or not, or behind the scenes or in your personal life or work life or whatever. It's, you know, it's always, there's always going to be problems. There's always going to be tough times. It's just part of living. And for me, I'm, you know, I'm also blessed because I love the sport more than anything. And it's been able to carry me through all that. And I think people see me, um, you know, people see me kind of, going through my stuff and, you know, still smiling, still there at the races, still enjoying it. And, you know, I, I hope that, you know, I hope that's, you know, serves people. Well, I take a lot of pride in, um, in showing up in that way. And it, it, it does mean more to me than probably any, any race win or championship could. And, and that's real. I, I could have told you that five years ago and I would have been lying. I would have thought I, I believe that, but I can sit here and honestly tell you that, where I'm at in my life now, that means everything. Have you been able to share any of that? And I'm sure you have with Austin Fortner because he, his his career kind of mirrors yours. Like Jesus, man, this kid needs a break. I, I hated watching you get hurt in Supercross, and you know have to bow out of a, a title there. And and like I see this kid go 50 feet in a Supercross this year and go down. I'm like, damn, dude. I know that was tough. He's got so much talent. Dude, you know, it's just. It's one of those things. I think when you when you're getting hurt, kind of over and over again, it just you need a little bit of you need some momentum. Like you need to give me some. You know, sometimes yeah. Like when you go to the race, sometimes when you go to the race and you're you're not doing well and you don't have confidence, you know, and you go every once in a while, despite your lack of confidence, you surprise yourself. You go out there and you you win or or do whatever. Then then it starts to snowball. Then it starts to build into real confidence. And then you start to believe that things are going to work out for you. You know, like um, there's nothing bad waiting for you on the other side of the corner. Because when, when stuff keeps happening over and over again, I think you subconsciously, you're kind of always expecting something to happen. And I think that's what we see when, when riders get um, hurt continuously. You know, I think it's just you kind of fall victim to that cycle and it's, it's a tough one to break out of. But, um, you know, it's been done before. And I think, you know, I don't know Austin well. I don't I don't talk to him a lot, but just kind of being around him and, um, you know, being around him at the track, seeing him here and there. I think he's 
I think he's progressing in kind of similar ways that I did personally. Like I can kind of see that in him and he clearly still has the talent. So he just needs to get a little bit of momentum on his side. And, you know, obviously I wish the best for him. For somebody of your caliber, Adam, is it, is it possible for you to see a seven, six, five, four as progression when you're so used to a, a three, two, one, as your progression, you know, I, I just wonder well, to step back like that and, and start again. Yeah, I mean, to, last November, I, I couldn't do six laps at a time. I, I couldn't do six laps at a time on a Supercross track, mm. you know. And so coming from that place, coming from the, oh, my, oh, my God, I might be done. Like, this might be it to where I'm at now. I mean, I know that I still have the pace. Like, I know I'm a, I'm I'm capable of winning races still, For sure. and my health is has been improving since January. Um, you know, writing's kind of on the wall with speed, results, everything. Um, it's kind of been a steady upward trend, and I feel that I'm kind of putting everything I've learned on a personal level um, into my racing, and it's it's allowing me to. And is this not because I don't like losing, but kind of my mentality is allowing me to enjoy the races so much more than I ever have. That's awesome. And it, but that's not to say that I could go out there and get six and I'm not pissed off. Like, like this weekend, I, I was leading, I think for 10 minutes was in second to like 25 minutes. I ended up getting six. I came back. I, I went behind the rig, threw my goggles down, you know, screamed the F word at the top of my lungs. Like I'm, like I'm all in. I I want this, you know, as much as I ever have. But at the end of the day, it doesn't feel like it's everything about me. You know, I I feel if I fall short at the race, like I'm still gonna You're be still able to go home you. and look myself in the look myself in the mirror. You know, and as dramatic as that sounds, kind of from my upbringing, that's that's the place I was at. You know, early in my career, it was like win or die. You know, that was. <laughs> That was really how I felt. So to be in a place now where I can kind of just truly enjoy the moment and be present, not be so anxious and hard on myself. And obviously you develop, you know, when kind of that upbringing, you develop really harsh language kind of towards yourself and it, it's not fun. Yeah. Um, it can become not fun. So I think that enjoyment you're talking about, but that's genuine, but that's not to be, I think sometimes people can confuse that with, uh, you know, he just doesn't care that much anymore. And it's quite the opposite. I've been able to reach that mindset because I needed to find a better way to do this. Yeah. And I've done that. And I think as long as my health continues to improve, I, I don't see why I can't be, um, you know, I don't see why I can't reach my goals and, you know, I can't agree. do it for I a agree. long time. Yep. I agree. I think that one thing that's really, I mean, I feel like in the last few years it's come around with the, uh, the our sport. I say ours because I own a motorcycle. <laughs> um, that they shouldn't have sold him. Based an XR, on skill an XR, level. A 1986 XR 200. Yeah, they should. 250, you jerk. Oh, that's right, man. Don't, we don't bought, hey, by the way, AC, we bought three of these things. 386 XR 250s. What are they? 386 XR 250s. They were roaches. The biggest piles. But, ever, one no, was painted but, with But guess what? Here's, here's my... Here's my Here's my ultimate. Here's my ultimate goal, is to take these bikes and throw you on one of them 
us with you, all with our little headsets where we can talk and we can do interviews while we're writing and talk shit about us. That is my dream scenario. Video it. We'll have to paint his green with house paint before yes. he rides it, but that's fine. We're well, whatever. Willing. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm not riding anything that doesn't take house. Got to be green, boy. Yes, it'll be a KDX 250. They don't even make them, but it will be a KDX 250. Anyway, that's my goal. Is to Time get... and place, man. Time and place. Just let me know. See, that's all right. right. I, I, know this yep. is, hey, I know it's a good idea. Tomorrow, you're going to wake up tomorrow morning and be like... Hey man, we got three XRs. You're awake. <laughs> One's a KDX. We swear. He's in California. I don't care, man. You got to give me a few weeks. Okay, whatever. A few weeks. When the time is right, these these bikes will be a tool to get ridiculous interviews. And we'll be like, hey AC, oh. check it, check out our air. Look time. at my look at my skills. You're check like, out dude, my you, style. You're an idiot. That's what I want. I want you to make See, fun of me. That's fresh. That's <clears throat> that's fresh content. See, you guys don't steal our idea. Don't I can steal already, it because it's, he's this already is out looking there. on Craigslist. Verb, no, Verb Moto's already all in. Oh, I just wrote it down. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's on now. Such a dick. Nick had a question. He's though. on Amazon. He's buying, buying three KDX 200s. Yeah. dick. But that's a, is that not a great idea? Like, you go ride with some dorks. On like dorky us, motorcycles. On dorky motorcycles. And yes. while you're talking to us, I'm like about to kill myself. You're like, dude, you're awful. The and whole I interview want, takes place I, on helmet on, comms. Yes, on helmet comms. Like if we were doing this this same deal, like we're doing this podcast. So, Adam, when you're oh, on by, <laughs> hit, hitting on bumps, falling. Hey, case. Yes. yes. That's, that's all I do. That's good content for you, man. I think it that is. would be, yeah. It's good. It's going to happen. We got the, we have yeah, the I just, to do it. <clears throat> so I just underlined it. So okay, thank you. That's when you know it's real. It's very But real. I think with the thing, before Kevin interrupted me, but the thing that uh, <laughs> the, I, with our sport that's come around a little bit is you don't have to win. No. To, I mean, I've always said that, like, NASCAR, NASCAR does such a Formula great, One, like, oh, they do such a great, like. Telling stories. Telling stories and being, you know, if you're, like, there's some guys that are, like, everybody in the top ten celebrates. You know what I mean? Like, they – they celebrate right. and yeah. in Formula One. You know, right. and I think that for a long time we were missing that in motocross, and it's starting to come now. Like, well, like you guys you, are telling your own stories, which is awesome. Correct. And so you, you know, getting a six this weekend for me, I was watching it, and I know like your plight, and I was like, dude, that is so awesome. But you thought it was awesome because he was up front for so freaking long. You yeah. Were just like, man, look Correct. at this. Well, That's you know, progression. and you know, you still got the speed. You can do it. You can win races. And you're watching, and you're like, man, and he's still six. That's awesome. And like, I think for a while our sport missed out, or, or one of the things that was an issue was either you won or you sucked. Or you were somebody you else. You know what I mean? Yeah, you right. were somebody else. And yeah, I, it's like, it's like a few years ago when, when Kenny was getting like a bunch of third, fourth, fifths, and everybody was like, this guy's got to quit. And you're, and you're like, what? No yeah, way. he's one of the top, he's a top 10 guy in the world. You know what I mean? He's like, a top three guy. In the no, world, you man. know, if you look at all the, there's as many motocrosses as there are probably starters in the NFL. And if you're not one of the top three in the NFL, they just don't can you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're not on Madden. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. they don't get rid yeah, of you, I they think, don't put you out of pasture they, because you got an eighth. Yeah, I can just I just know that the I you know, just from my experience that the, the culture is just kind of that way and that's what we're all taught. So even um you know, most of the people that are calling the races um Kevin. you know, guys like you know, yeah, they like they grew jerks, up and, and this is jerks. it's the win. Yeah, well it's just the it's you hey. either win or or you suck. And no. I think uh um, That was Wygant, dude. That, yeah, it wasn't Kevin. Not, no. It was Wygant. I'm not calling anybody out. I'm not calling anybody out specifically. Jason, call, hey, call I, Kevin out right now, Adam. I want you to be like, 
I had I'm to go. Not, man. I had I to go nobody, to nobody. Kevin's responsible. I'm I had not. to go to therapy. Kevin was such an <laughs> asshole when I got a second at Loretta's. Stop it! I went. I went to great no, lengths to get no. to know. I went to you great lengths to Adam, get to know you. Don't your have dad. to. You don't have to be nice to Kevin. To be clear about that. No, I have no horsepower. You, <laughs> nah. need, to, you need to be nice to Weege, but not me. Don't worry about me. I got nothing. <laughs> Don't worry. Therapy is not Kevin's fault. No, good. It's, it's, it's West Kane. I Jason still I, now. I've turned. Now I've changed. I want to see you pick up Will Hahn and beat and me. hit Kevin with him. Oh, so AC's got to grab Will and fling yeah. him around like a helicopter. Yes. All right, fair enough. Will's gonna. Run I'd rather out. not. No, I'd rather not. I'm a lover, but not a I, I, going going back to what we were talking about, I I agree, and I think if we can start, you know, telling more stories and and kind of getting the audience more yes. engaged in it, you know, somebody that gets twelfth and like that, if we can somehow get that to come across like it's awesome, Hell then yes. I think it's just everybody everybody's going to make more money. You yeah, know, yeah, I think, yeah. and because it is awesome. All, yeah, and all the yeah, and all the money is. Um, you know, it's at the top and and it drops off. And I don't Heavily. think that that's right either. You Didn't know, I think there's you. a lot of guys that, um, you know, I, I I'm careful with the word like deserve because it's kind of fake. But, um, you know, in that sense, I think more. a lot of the guys yeah. do deserve more. Yeah, I agree. We had Phil Nicoletti on. Phil got 10th this weekend. Phil is a top five guest on our show. Phil Nicoletti is fantastic. The personality is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So there's Phil Nicoletti's, there's, you know, there's guys all over the place that have well, awesome stories. And, they need to and they're this. all gnarly, man. Yes. Like, they're all gnarly. If you go watch them ride by themselves on the track, yeah, you're you... like, like, I watch somebody like Phil. I watch somebody like Phil ride. I mean, there's sometimes there's dudes that are racing pro that I've never heard of. And I see them at, at Paris on a Friday. And I'm like, I'm not, I, I'm watching them before I go out. And I'm like, I'm not sure I got that. You know, <laughs> that's incredible, they look right? like, dude, there is a, it is so hard to, to be at the top level, but it, it's hard just to be out there and do the obstacles as, as it is. You know, it's it's a spectacle, and it it deserves to be celebrated. Yeah, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, but right I mean, there. they do need to explain that that guy that's in fortieth is probably the baddest dude on better than any track, any it? dude you've ever seen on a motorcycle yeah, in person. For most of these guys, you I know, know some I mean? awesome guys that did not make motos this weekend. They were yeah. awesome. They were awesome. Hey, and can I shift gears a little bit? Did you watch that footage of Phil? Dry humping the camera, like it. Look, I was me and my me and my wife were watching. And I'm like, do you see this? What is this? It is the most bizarre looking. Like it looks so. Funny. I didn't see that, dude. Well, they had a what was it? A chess cam? Yeah, they had a camera basically on his gas cap facing back, and it was the wildest, it was weirdest. A ball cam. No way! It was, it was so. You're kidding me? It, it didn't make sense. Like I and I had to. I, it I, wouldn't have been weird, but they had like this music playing. Yeah, they're yeah they're playing genuine while he's doing it, and Phil's just riding <laughs> as fast as he can. They did not play music like that, but in our minds, somebody, some, I think Moto Meme said, "This is what Phil's wife sees every night." <laughs> it's like basically him in a push-up. Oh, in a chest no. section. It was so just, good. Like it how, was, how, who signed off on that? The you angle know? just wasn't like, right. It was the angle. Phil was all in it. He was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He got so much love for that, though. Of course, number oh, 69 certainly. got the call. Of right? course, yeah. 69. Of course. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, so it was it was interesting. That's amazing. But you see how much moving you guys like when you watch them when they would they would show that that view and then they would switch back to the regular and like he's not moving nearly as much. And Ricky even said he goes, "Man, I didn't realize we were moving that much. Like this oh, left and right incredible. nonsense. It's crazy. You looking. could never go to the gym. I, and just I highly recommend that exact. Yes, thing. grab a 
200 pounds and then have two guys on either side <laughs> Do push-ups, and just, pull, and just sit-ups, pull it left and right squats. for 30 minutes. And that's yeah, what you guys are. between three pickup trucks and get it pulled in every direction. <laughs> yeah, everybody's gnarly. yanking you every direction. Yeah, insane. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think it definitely looks a bit easier than like typically just on TV. It looks quite a bit easier than it actually is. But I'm thankful for guys like Jet that, that make it look so incredibly easy because I really think it's going to get more people into dirt bikes because they're going to be like, man, I think I can do that. That's easy. That I mean, easy. every week, every week, every week, I just watch the 18 bike just go away from me. And then I watch it on TV, and I'm like, "Am I fucking serious? Yeah, this guy, this guy's doing this to me every weekend. You can't even like, hear his motorcycle. It's not crazy, up or anything. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy. You talk about like more people get into it one time. You remember this, Kevin? Probably there was a, a track, the place to ride. It's what yeah. they called it. Or whatever. Place to ride. Or no, 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 not the, or the X track. That's Monroe. X track was X-Track. Loganville. Loganville, right? So Big sand track. Adam. Literally the day after the Supercross, this guy shows up, brand new bike. Like he he watched With the, the Supercross on Saturday night. And he yes. got excited. He watched the Supercross. There was, a, there was one dealership open on a Sunday. Let's no, it was, the, it was actually the next weekend. But he comes out, brand new bike, brand new gear. I'm and in. The, like, I am in. Junk looking. We were talking to the guy, and he was literally an accountant. You couldn't make it up. He was an accountant. Like, like a law, hey, a, a, a law you know, a, a legal accountant. Legal accounting. Know. He had sure. a law degree sure, or whatever. That's incredible. And the guy was like, "Yeah, I watched that Supercross last weekend." And I'm, I'm, man, I just got inspired, dude. He hits. They had they, no. They had way. a huge tabletop. Yeah, out the there. thing was like fifth gear on a two fifty back yeah, in the two huge tabletop. It was a big one. Hey, he watches a few people go over it. I got this. He he comes around. And he's like, now it's my turn. Hits it probably fourth or fifth gear wide oh, open. Oh God, no friends. He both has no ankles. No. Both ankles, one wrist. Right off, oh. right off the bat. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, that's a, you'll get a steal of a deal on that bike. <laughs> yes. Follow you think that he bike. sold it? Uh, just I mean, there's no way bars. you can just come in that hot, come in that hot and go out that hot. I think I he exited like that hot. got to at least hot. get back yeah. on the track one day. I feel like he's got to recover and like go to Paul Vet Track or Fox, Ray, no, Fox you're, Raceway you're Vet Track and just roll process. around. This is an accountant. Right, you it's know, very different. Yeah, but you would think he would be analytical about the shit. I mean, that's all he does. Exactly. <laughs> well, he was. He watched like ten people go over oh, the tabletop, and yeah. it looked easy. It hey, looks these, easy. these guys, these guys had a great idea a couple of shows ago. They were like, "Hey, this judicial, this this judicial judicial system is effed up. How about we, for certain crimes, death row criminals, <laughs> death row guys, you <laughs> we, you get a dirt bike." A triple jump, a left turn, and if you can clear this 150 foot, if you survive, if you this. Survive, you can Yeah, you got to clear it. I, no, you got to land. Y'all it. wanted them to land. I it. wanted them. To I land wanted it. them to not die. No, well, they're not going to die. They're going to break shit. If but you, I, if you can land a triple yeah. right out of a turn, baby, you got a felony. We can clear this thing out right here. If you <laughs> land this triple with this CR 500, <laughs> wow. you're yes, free to go. Yes, we we give you the most volatile motorcycle, a CR 500. <laughs> that's, that's, that's obviously just because we want to see them do it, right? Because they're not really they're not really giving anything to society for the reduced sentence at all, yeah, just besides right. risking their lives. Yeah, yeah exactly. But we, see, I didn't explain it like that, Adam. I said CR give them like a 700-foot-long no, jump and be like, look, dude, if you can clear this in fifth gear wide open – then you're, you're free. free. And then like the night before, they're like talking or to you. Dudes, hey, man, you race dirt bikes. Did anybody ride? They're YouTubing it. Yeah, they're no, they ain't <laughs> no, got they're no. Prison, no, they're in prison, dog. This is high level prison. These are in prison. top. They're in San Quentin. They got a '88 CR 500 with shit, shit, shit suspension. Yes, <laughs> nothing, man. A Bell Moto three with it's Snell one, not two you, or three. You gotta give. I don't even think. I, 
I don't even think you'd get me to go off the Supercross triple with outdoor suspension. I just, <laughs> exactly. I'm old. I'm not okay, this is an 88 CR500. Well, CR check this 500. out. Homeboy has an 88 CR500 with whatever nitrogen is left from 88. That's what homeboy's getting. And that's what you you can either be free and All clear right. or you can die. That's your two options. Well, can they, can, they jump, can they jump over like a body of water? They're going to die anyway. No, player, player it's, a, it's a – we're not doing a Supercross triple. We're doing a 100 – 135 foot triple. Okay. Out of a left turn, I'll give you 40 foot. I say, yeah, yeah and we're going to recruit. It ain't supposed to be easy. We're going to hey, this is a felony. We're going to recruit. We're going to recruit Adam. Foot. Yeah, Adam, you come do it first. Yeah, and then you, you, show, like, yeah, and you make them get confident. Yeah, right? and you just go back over the dude and say, yeah, it's not bad, man. Just hit it in fourth gear. Yeah, it's easy. And you sort of talk them up, and then they're psyched, and they're like, dude. yeah, I'm about to be free. I'm about to be free. No, oh. you ain't. We might have to might have to tag Axel Hodges in for that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll put him in instead <laughs> of you. We got a corner on scene. Don't worry. So anyway, that was our thought. To kind of, I don't know, the justice. If system. you ever get into the like justice that. system of Florida, I'm write that down too. May the odds be forever in your favor, my friends. <laughs> hey, Adam, let's let's uh, switch awesome. gears. What what's going to happen with the motocross donations uh, announcement here? Do you have any ideas of who uh, our team might be? Yeah, like there are certain teams that traditionally support it heavily and yeah. some that kind of, you know, shy a little bit. So I think Kawasaki typically shies a little. You kind of speak to that. But, yeah, who do you think might be on our team? Who do you should have any go idea? if you had your dream team right now? I, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real with you guys. I, I really haven't thought about it at all until okay. this is a new thought for me. Take a breath. Um, shoot, 250s. RV, good call. <laughs> that's that's hard. Just, yeah, right. RV. Just, I mean, Justin Cooper's been there before. You can make a case for Hayden Deegan, either one of those guys. Okay. Um, God, Chase and Chase and Plessinger, probably. Okay. So American. Or Chase, Chase. and Barsha. Barsha's done it, right? Yeah. But and Chase is switching yeah. teams, so he might be out of the. Oh operation. yeah, he's out. Well, and we have 63 races a year. So I'm just really, I, I don't even, <laughs> so what's most 64? of the time when I get on a plane. Yeah, exactly. When I get on a plane every weekend, most of the time I don't even know where I'm going. You just wait like, to see I where just, you land. I just oh, go. Cool. I love yeah, I just place. go. Yeah, it seems cool. Baggage but, claim. Um, oh, baggage yeah, claim. Yeah, it's a, I'm not, when is this nation's this year? So is it Christmas 8th. Eve? October 8th. Christmas Eve. It's, a, it's in Zernay, It's at Dade City, bro. Come it's on. October 8th, dog. It's at Dade City on Christmas Eve. It's got to be there, man. Come on. If it yeah, was. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my mom's birthday, so I'm out. October 8th? <laughs> no, Christmas Eve. Oh, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Okay. No, October 8th. I'm just messing around. Right. I'd love to go one day. I Honestly, want you, you to guys go know one I'm, day. A, I'm a motocross. Yeah, I'm a motocross purist. I really do. Um, you know, there's something romantic about the that race, and I would like to be a part of it. And um, I, I just, I need to put better results together. Um, oh, that was my next you question. Know, is do hopefully you see next year will be the. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I'm the best candidate as of right now. I, no, but I, just in the future. You know, well, I would love to be. Let's go back. Yeah, I give definitely your, see that. Team. I see that for myself. Give me your team. So you're saying Cooper or Deegan, one of the two. Yeah, Cooper, Deegan. Um, I think who could get it done, man? I guess I'll go Plessinger, Barsha. I, I think no that's the that. real. I think that's. The but game. I mean, if you're really, if you're really asking me, and I'm, and I, I don't have to be scared about coming across cocky. I mean, I'm gonna bet on myself every time. Right but on. I just know I haven't done enough yet to get 
to, you know, to get picked for it. Yeah, but I think but, you could. Um, like, I, yeah, oh, I, I, oh, I know I could. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. And I will one day. It's you just know, a bench racing. What question, about that's the? All. And this is we're up to everybody. What What about the idea that, like, <clears throat> you're saying Deegan or Cooper? Cooper's obviously higher up in the standings. He's had, you know, I mean, been so it's consistent. Just due to that DNF, though, I think. But how much? Yeah, how, how big do we think, or how much do you think it would help the coverage of the <laughs> the nation? I mean, have, the needle's going to move to have <laughs> to put Deegan, Deegan in it. You know what I mean? Just to to have him go. With, He's a different kind of dude. Yeah, might. yeah, for sure. He's definitely like a you know that whole family. They got a cool thing going on over there. They, they branded themselves Marketing, really well. Yeah. And, he obviously, I've never, I was really impressed this year and obviously his riding's been impressive, yep. but he does bring a lot to the sport. You know, even when he, I remember he was in, I forget what race it was, but he was coming through the pack and he's like sixth, seventh place or whatever. And the, you know, the crowd is cheering for him, like around the track, yes. you know, yeah. the, the crowd follows him Yes. and anybody that can, anybody that can do that and move the needle in that way is uh, doing something right. So yeah, my kid, my kids were watching. They, they, they don't even follow racing at all. We we're baseball, whatever. They're like, Hey, is Hayden, right. uh, is he racing tonight? I'm like, what? You don't even, what are you talking <laughs> about? He goes, yeah, I follow him on YouTube. I saw you and him on a video. It's at, at uh, that, uh, Texas at Freestone years ago. Yeah. He goes, yeah, dad, you were in that video. Some protest, whatever. He's like on a 65. Yeah. Like, I saw you on that video. <laughs> so they are, they are into Hayden Deegan from the peripheral, not and even they're interested baseball people. And they're 100% baseball guys. Yeah. And they asked me, Hey, how's Hayden doing? Is he racing tonight? So that's, that's pretty cool. That's happening. Might everywhere. bring a lot of new, but you know, you see faces. that happen in everything. Now you've got, you know, the, the Paul brothers, obviously with boxing, you know what I mean? That have never been, you know, they're getting all their fights. Yeah. It's just different. because of it's popularity. Different. I mean, and he's actually and, legit. Yeah. And you hear like, yeah, I just watched that documentary. He is pretty gnarly. Yeah. So you hear like, uh, I've, they're like actors and actresses that get roles in movies purely from YouTube, just because they've got more followers than yeah. the other people. Well, I've got 200. Well, that's followers. what I'm going back, going back to what I said about, you know, sometimes I think social media doesn't necessarily serve me positively, but it's, I can't delete it. You know, yeah. it's our life now. It is. You know, everything re relies on that. And, you know, yeah. So it's kind of just, you got to play the game now. So ne and, next and, year, um, next the year, Deacons are great at it. The nations next year, you, you'll be healthy. You're going to get all the way through this season. I'm all, in. All of Supercross I'm in. and outdoors. Love it. I'm in. I think that's the plan. I love Sign it. Sign me up. I'd love Dude, it. the legacy of that, like we, Iser and I from DMXS, our days there, we, we were the biggest cheerleaders for, Motocross the nations and it's Ricky, the greatest race of yeah. all time. Dude, if you're I, just spectating. Correct, I, and and if you love your country and you love what it represents, and I like, and I love all the countries. They all show up. We show love to everybody. Yeah, of course. And, and it's so fun as a fan. Mm -hmm. At Bud's Creek, we had brooms. We stayed up till three in the morning painting our brooms red, white, and blue because they were gonna sweep. Because Ferry, RV, and RC, RC. were gonna sweep. And any time, me and my brother, we have four of us. Anybody from any other country with any flag, they came near us. We swept them. We were they would start sweeping. They would out of the attack way. these dudes. No way. Oh, we swept them. Hundred percent. I got put dust all on their shoes. Get out of like here, man. That's the most. It. That's the most. That's the most DMX thing. DMX thing <laughs> oh, I've is. ever heard. True story. It's hundred percent. I have the photo. Our photo was in Racer X. We're sweeping everybody out of the way. Get out of here. With these red, white, and blue brooms. We stayed up all night. We love America. Dude, yeah, I we do. love man, America. I love, I love this country. It's awesome. America. Me too. <laughs> All right, AC, I think this is a great point to just let you go to bed. I know it's, what, 8 o'clock? He's a 24-team captain. Seven. 
He is. We're calling it. I love it. Thank so you. 2014? 2024. 2024. Sorry. 2024. Oh. AC, team captain, team USA. Where are you in California right now? Oof. Up Marietta. Hotbed. Hotbed of dirt bikes, the baby. Team. I'm a rock center star of the here. Universe. That's why I live here. Did you? Uh, yep, exactly. Did you feel the earthquake yesterday? I did not. My mom asked me the same thing. I told her the same. I did not feel anything. I did. I will tell you. I will tell you that um, we were supposedly we had we're having a hurricane. Yes, you yeah, are. Got downgraded. Got downgraded. Yeah, Hillary, right? Yeah. So I went. I was off the bike at Bud's Creek at five fifteen. I got back to the. I got back to the rig five fifteen, and I left there to catch an eight o'clock flight at 5 35 p.m just so i can make it back because i got a notification (laughs) that my flight was going to get canceled because of the storm and whatever so i come back it's pouring rain i wake up the next morning early go find some sandbags i'm driving all over all over southern california i come back 40 sandbags and just sandbag the shit out of all my doors and everything yeah, Dang, shoveling, dude. doing the whole deal. Just like and Florida. It was, and it was the lamest <laughs> storm I've ever, like, I didn't even have so much as, like, a Wi-Fi disconnection. <laughs> you know, it was, everything was perfect. I, news I media, took a, my outdoor furniture, that my outdoor furniture, I had to take it apart to take it inside. And I'm looking outside Jesus, like, dude, I've played golf. I've played golf in worse weather than this before. Yeah, my buddy this told me the same thing. He was way. like, he said, they were called for this big storm. My buddy I was talking to about, he, I was talking to him when the earthquake hit yesterday. It was like a 5.1 or something. And he said, and he's from the southeast. And he was like, yeah, they talked about this big storm. The max winds got up to 11 miles an hour. <laughs> 11. Yeah, it was uh, wind chimes never were going again. crazy, man. He's like, we get, we get worse get storms the- every day in Florida. <laughs> yeah, every you, single day a- in yeah, Florida. AC, for real. AC's for from real. Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 3 p.m., you're talking about batting down the hatches. Yeah. Dude. Twice a day in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, need, I just need to get that off my chest. That's it. Right Here, if you, MC even posted that. He, he marked himself safe from fake news. <laughs> yeah, media. it was like a little chair blown over. He goes, we will rebuild. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah no, he, he hit it on the head, man. But it's okay. It's okay. The house is fine. So hey, I will good. say uh, I was at Ponca City, pick a year. I don't know what, but it was probably the first. Honestly, it was the first year that the um, the Deegans had made it out there, and we had a straight up holy shit night of storms. One guy, and I kid you not, pulled out with his trailer, with his RV still connected to a power supply, with his awning out. That oh, dude hauled no. ass out of the gate. Destroying everything. Everything. Ryder D was there. The Deegans were all bunk- hunkered down. That, that that was frightening. It was a Oklahoma City. Yeah, which that's for a real. gnarly that's a sixty mile an hour tornado. Steady. Alley, right? Yeah, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, them dudes were frightened. So those yeah, you're California driving folks. off dragging a generator. He had his awning out. out. My, my man was out of here, son. <laughs> son, we out of here. I don't we care out what out I have here. Yeah, so I get it. I, I yeah, get I don't mess the, with tornadoes, man. No, I get it. Why the Californians would like? They don't see like if, if you get. Texas and Dude, the it actually like it's, the wind. It's gnarly, we saw dude. two white clouds. Sick. I know. California's soft. I know. I hear it all the time. No, it's well, just got perfect now, weather. So. It's not. not no, it's, it's just not they're that. not. They're not used to it. Their weather is. They don't see this flawless. shit. If they oh. saw this shit, they'd be like, I assure you, I'm jealous. I'm oh man, jealous. if it's sprinkling, yeah, if it's raining here, people have their flashers on on the freeway. It's, <laughs> it's not a good thing. Get the chains out. What? Yes. It's raining, dog. So, all right, AC. Thank you so much for being on, buddy. I hope you. uh have continued success with your podcast. I hope you 
get uh, the notoriety f- that you need from being on our show because I know it's going to catapult you. Oh, it's absolutely. It's going to help your Q rating. I know you're all about I'm that. trending on Twitter. I just checked. <laughs> oh, sick. <laughs> Even though this isn't live. No, right. But yes. it's, they know it, though. They, they know, still have just, a feeling. Just, they just already the, know. It's the force, man. It's the power. You can't stop it. Yeah. Well, man, best of luck to you. Exactly. I hope, uh, we'll see you on the podium next year multiple times and uh, representing Team USA. Yeah, yes. thank you for your Dude, service. I, love, I that. love that. I love that. Let's speak it to existence. Right, Let's right. speak it into existence. Manifestation. We're all, right. all going to manifest it every day. Stay healthy, my man. I Appreciate like it. you. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. Always always fun talking to you. We'll uh, we'll see you soon. All right, buddy. Thank see you, Adam. You. See you, bro. See you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. What a dick. No way. Don't <laughs> even try it. He's I'm kidding. No, he's, he's the nicest human. dude ever. He's so articulate. I, he I, is very well-spoken. He is super well-spoken. I remember uh, telling Weege, like, when I interviewed him at, like, Minio's, him was and like Coop. like 11. Seriously, him and Coop. I was like, dude, there are some dudes coming down the pipe that are phenomenal. Yeah. Coop was so funny and whatever. Then he tightened up for a little while. And then whenever he started battling with yeah, Tyler Bowers, he was, like, talking shit. And I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah, there he is. He'll he's throw back. out those comments. He's back. Yeah. Coop was awesome. At O'Kill, I remember interviewing him. He's like, at best, super many, maybe B, and just doing a normal podium interview. And his dad goes, man, I walk off with him. He goes, he sucks. I'm like, well, he just won. What are you talking about? He goes, he sucks at these interviews. I'm like, I don't know. It's different. I'm a grown-ass man. It's weird. Whatever. Casey Cochran cried. First time I ever interviewed that guy. He cried the first Moto, the next moto, he would not even come see me. The you know just what? Rode I had to drag him up to I do, more to listen, say about you. In that's their, me. It's me. I know. It's and in, their, in those kids' defense, I don't think you should make them sit in your lap. Well, it's it's yeah, not. I went, who else does well, this? I, mean, you're, Santa, like, I was in a Santa Claus uniform. Like, whatever. Dude. Yeah, but not what do you in want the middle of the him. Even the kids Casey are smart Cochran enough to. came to town. <laughs> Guess what? Blah, blah, blah. Now. In the middle of the horsey up and down. They know something. Don't fall. <laughs> they know something screwy when there's a sweaty dude in a. He Santa smells Claus. like bourbon. This is weird. <laughs> it's hot in the middle Why of the summer. That? Hey, little buddy, have a seat. <laughs> Tell me about your moto, little kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about. That. <laughs> no, that's great. You can't do it. No, it's, that's not a Santa on the <laughs> microphone. That's more of a deep voice kind of Santa. Tell me about your moto. That's so yeah. stupid. Well, either way, Adam, is, he seems extremely smart. Like when you hear him talking and... No, he's definitely beyond his years, man. That's good. Yeah, I like him. And I don't know, you know, it sucks to have to go through the, the thing that he's talking about where I'm still a good person even if I don't win. It's, it's terrible that he had to even say that to himself. Yeah, but man, that's tough. You know, all but that is the to... life, man. They yeah. have a goal and they aim for the goal. And I think it was Will Hahn that expressed kind of the same sentiment that I felt more loved when when I won. And it's just kind of a it's and I of... and I think that's not from their dad. That's why I was asking it, him. Yeah, like, he, he was like total inputs from his surroundings. Maybe. No, <laughs> I, I mean it's just it's just his. His, it's probably on him. Like he's thinking, if I'm not, I'm not good enough. Dad doesn't love me. You know, I didn't do. Well, he's a driven work. individual. I mean, yeah. It's you can really, see really tough that. for me. Like, I've never won anything, so I'm like, I've, dude, well, I've never been loved. Then, even apparently. with this show, sometimes when you guys aren't very funny or not, you know what I mean? Wow. Like, 
You know, know, like when I'm having to carry this thing and y'all are just over there mailing it in. Yeah, you know, it's hard. I ride home sometimes just thinking, I'm not sure if I love these guys. Yeah, What a waste of time. (laughs) And then you wonder if you're a good person. You're like, man, am I really a good person? I'm scrolling through my phone thinking, is there anybody else in here? We had 11 likes on that one post, man. How do we get it to 12? We're on Instagram. We're trying so hard. We're not good people. We have 300 followers. We know it's good. They gave us an Instagram account for free. We know it's good. Dude, yes. And typically, you got to pay big bucks to Dude, get one of those. To get those. that check mark, that's like 15 bucks, bro. Yeah, seriously. That don't just happen. Yeah, yeah, that ain't just something. And thankfully, Lever Skins covered that for us. Yeah, right, man. Without them, would we have that check? Heck no. No, there's no, no this check ain't mark. Happening. Heck no. Helmet right. Skins. That's happening. I've got it downstairs. I can put that thing what on right now. What is this for, though? Was it to keep mud from sticking to your helmet? Like, what was Boom, the you pop that thing off, and it's, dude, you're ready or to go. Or was it like, like practice helmets? Brand like helmet, slip-on yeah. graphics. It was absolutely slip-on graphics. Because they had, like, graphics. pictures and stuff on it, right? Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> it's like my, my tattoo sleeves. Yes, it's, it's just, like, just like that. My nylon tattoo Your interchangeable sleeves. nylon It was Spanx for tubes. helmets. Oh, it was, man. You know when your helmet be bulging? In certain places, Tighten that thing up a little bit. Man, shoot, that show me the effects. Looks I don't. Good, do dog. you think they have helmet skins big enough to fit my kazoo helmet? That was the <laughs> sweetest thing. The helmet was three times the size of a skull. Just and I've got central a fat diameters, head, dude. dude. So if you go to our Instagram, you'll see Nick in his sleeveless Evil Knievel his modified uniform, Elvis Robert Pastrana Knievel. unbuttoned with one tiny button at the very top of his penis. Yes, which is just sack hanging out legal, the bottom of the shorts because they were really high. That was bubblegum. And then his helmet, which... It's wider than his shoulders. Like kazoo. Like an MR2. The great kazoo, yeah. The big green Martian from the Flintstones. From the Flintstones, anyway. Yeah. Well, They don't make a helmet skins that big. I don't think so. It's three And if you stretch them that far, then the graphics... It looks like they're all distorted, like like a a shitty old tattoo. It would take a a (laughs) fitted sheet to go around that helmet. Yeah. (laughs) A fitted sheet. Hey, man. Hey, so AC, he's in on these 250s, dude. Yeah, we got to do that. We know that's a great idea. We just lined our first our, our first interview. Up. So now we're ordering green plastic and a KDX seat cover. Well, we it. just buy another a KDX. Do we, have we, have have to buy, every, we have to have every brand. Yes, now we have to buy oh, KDX. We need we're gonna have to buy an IT. Dude, I love KDXs. An IT, IT though, is those, it, are, those are bulletproof. But if but if it's powder blue, does it's that still really? Yamaha, oh, it's still Yamaha. It's still blue crew, baby. I didn't know if they would accept powder blue. It's the powder blue. It's the powder blue crew. Yeah, so we get a bike to represent each rider we want to interview. And but I'm we can you, still stick to our two. We got oh, two running XRs. Yes. We're going to have to have, have No, you need a third one because I got to ride. Well, yeah. all three. Did anybody yeah. ever say, hey, man, you don't have to saw the frame and have to get the spark plug out? Because that's where I'm, I'm Nobody still. Nobody ever helped us out. So I'm still John, on that path. Yes, yeah, so getting a spark plug out of an 86 take XR to, 250 is nearly impossible. How we're going to take it? it to Honda and pay $120 Bill an hour. Savino. Bill Savino's listening. He's yes. from American Honda. He was in the tower with us at Loretta's. And Bill, he was help us out. In 86, so yes. that was fair. So 86 XR250, you can't get the spark Now we out. have to buy a KDX, an IT, IT, a Penton, uh, just in the event. No, we somebody, don't no. need a Penton. No, There's no okay. current Some sort of Suzuki, like an RMX or something. Yes. DRZ. Uh, DRZ, Okay, yeah. DRZ would be easy. Yeah. Don't put me on the <laughs> RMX. I was thinking about Does Triumph make up one? Because we got to go. Ricky's got to ride with we'll us. We'll just put mud tires on a... On a like a whatever, or we could just scrambler. black black buy something and black it out like in the movies. Like yes, yeah, yes, they'll never know. Like yeah. winners take y'all. That was yeah. Jim Holly wrote a I don't know what the hell. That or was. like Sidewinder one, because Sidewinder. <laughs> I saw one, a movie recently with an XR six hundred in it, like a relatively new movie. I can't remember what it was. It's just all blacked uh, out. Yeah. John, so we're not going to do a show next week. 
But Kevin's going I'm to. Go, I'm going to Mammoth, and dude, you've done it. Nick, we got to get you out. I there. agree. I said this to Amanda yesterday. I'm like, hey, I think I, I almost said, Nick, you need to race Mammoth. And then I was like, oh, because that means here we go. We're it. driving to California. He'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I know. Now, we are driving open. to California again. It's 48 hours. It's not too bad. Oh, God. <laughs> 46. No, John did the Mammoth Listen, deal. Yeah, I don't awesome. care. We'll, we will call. Grant Langston. We'll rent a bike or get and rent a bike or buy, buy one. one. And sell See it. that I so never that. thought of that. I was like, I got to be on my own motorcycle, but I really don't have to be. If you're doing it though, I want to do it again. Okay, let's do it again. It was the is coolest. it too late to sign up? This yes. Time? Okay. Probably not. Kevin's I probably. Fine. I could probably get you. He in. actually could, but it's too late so, for me. All right. So next year, we, we next year it'll be in June. Next yeah. year, this year was like yeah. record snowfall. Yeah, the snow messed Next us year all. we buy two bikes out there in a truck, and we. <laughs> <laughs> we need it to cost a hundred thousand bucks. And then so Nick sells them. Do. He made you twenty four hundred dollars, dude. Chill yes. out. Then okay, we resell chill. them. We get them, we buy bikes at the Power Sports auction. Are we going to fly to the auction? We'll fly there. We'll fly to my buddy's house. He can take us to pick the auction. There. Pick Nick's stories at the auction are always like, "What? They always have this picnic table, and I always eat breakfast at the auction." <laughs> and then he's like getting warmed up to buy, you know, to spend fifty grand real fast. Yeah, no big so. deal. Yeah. So we You buy, know how it is when you do we that. We buy us a truck out there. We buy two bikes. We fly or I just rent there. a truck because they pay for my rental car and I will Yeah, you rent a truck. Get your and bike you'll get in. a truck instead. Yeah. But I'll that drive means your you're not gonna sit in the line at two thirty in the morning. No, you dipshits will. Yes. How will you get there? No, I'll just drive your shit in because I get to park wherever I want. It's not like he's going to get a regular. Oh camp. yes, Dude, that would bro. change everything. Oh. We wouldn't have to be there at two thirty. He's, he's not going to actually. He's not going to okay, rent a Nicholas. regular cab. Yeah, Listen, we, dog. I don't care I just if it is a regular cab. Because by the way, Mammoth. In case you don't know, them dudes line up at like four a.m. There's earlier. literally about nine acres to park, and I'm so not kidding. So the vet day, it is four a.m. But on the when it's when there's a C class involved, it's two thirty. So we're and in. you're late if you're two thirty in the morning. You did it. Next yes, year, yes, for we're my there. kid. <laughs> right. Next year we're there. That's exactly the plan. We'll and I'll, I'll we'll rent, rent a truck. I like it, Nick. We'll either I'm get. Down. We'll either get. I ride in with Don anyway. Don can pick me up in his car. Yeah, we but can, I like you guys going have in my with truck. you. No, but you you have my truck. Yeah. Or I'll come in and I'll park right there and you unload your bikes and. And that way right we actually get in. Yeah. Yeah. So because there was a day we'll I didn't get in. Buy something from Langston or or rent something or we'll, we'll do we'll figure something. I like that idea. Dude, my brother. Hey, how did Kyle do it? How did he, what did he ride? Myron hooked him up. Bar, okay. X, Bar X gave him a Suzuki. And then uh, Fast House gave him some uh, uh, European cut um, <laughs> Fast House gear that was very form-fitting. You know, what, form what about fitting. his liver, le- liver skins? Dude, Kyle, he was like, dude, this gear's so tight. He was, it was very tight. <laughs> he, but he was, he, was, he was husky, if you will. But I cut a circle out on the front of the jersey. But listen, Kyle got, I'm the third and final moto. I've never inter- even interviewed my brother in any of these races. I'm I'm on the I'm in the tower, which is way up high, right where you do the Maybe drop around down. The big, eleven thousand feet. Yeah. So he's the he has nobody with him. He he has a borrowed bike. He walks over, grabs his bike, rolls up to the line. Nobody, no sweeping up. Nobody the gate, packing the gate. No nothing. Packing, his nothing. wife and I'm like, hey Amelia, y'all coming this race? Like it's his last moto. Yeah. Oh, we'll get there. We're shopping. Whatever. So homeboy is on the inside, and Kyle grabs the whole shot, and I'm I'm announcing. I'm like Don. I said, I think Kyle got a really good start because he's the only Suzuki. Yeah. He comes around and he goes, Burr. it's him, Ty Davis, Jeff Matasevich. Oh, I'm like, sweet. shit. I'm like, dude. He led for a and he led for a solid lap. Can you imagine 100%. the oxygen needed by his oh, body? Hey, he 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 didn't have a motorcycle at the time. He didn't even own one. Hadn't yeah. raced in five. It's time to race. Hadn't at raced in, in five years. Literally. And hadn't didn't rode and own a motorcycle. Didn't just own show one, up to and a just national. did it. Borrowed gear, a bike. 
whole shot of Ty Davis and Matasevich left for a lap, so and he goes, sweet. I'm out. I'm good. I said, dude, pull over right now. Yeah, that's it's not going to yeah, get any better. Awesome. I got to interview him for the whole shot. I went down. I'm like, dude. Cause we Did interview. you really? Yeah, we Heck got to yeah. do – if you win the moto, you get an interview. If you get a whole shot, we get an interview. So I, I was like, dude, I got to go down there, and it, now I got to do this one. It was awesome. And Amelia's pulling in. So how do you do? I'm like, well, I, uh, if you'd have been there, you got the <laughs> you whole shot. You would have seen him leading. The, it was awesome. I got, I got the video of it. It was pretty cool. So that's us next year. We're okay. There. We won't right. be pulling whole shots, though. I can tell you that. You it is a long start straight. Your lats, by the time you get to that real first turn, are <laughs> burning because the 450 is trying to yank out from under you. It's the steepest climb. It you know? is. Full That's throttle awesome. the whole way. It's, it's cool. a it, dude. I can't recommend that race enough, John. You can speak to it because like doing all these other races where you're like you're squeezed for time. They get you. But they're done at four. Yes, you're done at four. They got a full fledged bar right there at the award ceremony. Okay, so that was my story. That's my favorite part. They of the encourage story. please so Lori, start drinking what's immediately. Lori's name? Lori Carlson, okay, awesome. So female. Lori, she runs she goes, the mountain. Hey, when you finish today, come by and you know tell yeah. me bye before you head home. And I'm like, okay. So I buy her a, a monster and something. It was a mixed Dude, drink. Lori is awesome. And I'm like, hey, I know you're still working, but drink one of these with me. And so me and Amanda and her, how and, and Dude, we that sat is down amazing. and she, she told sweetheart. me about where she lives and her life. And I'm just some I'm some redneck that Kevin told to come race this deal. I am nobody. And she, but, but she doesn't care. She, that, you know, she loves the people. Like, she did love talking. Like she was genuinely dude, she interested. Met, she look, meant it when she said, "Come see me." Two years, two years before that, or a year, Zach Efron was there. He was doing yeah. some documentary, and he comes and he rolls in with like nine different people, and he's hanging out. And he comes up to Lori, and I watch it. She did it on purpose. He goes, "Hey, I'm Zach." She goes, "Hey, Zach." <laughs> he goes, "All right." Well, um, he tries to go. Yeah, I've been in some stuff in, in movies. She goes, "Like what?" That and is he, st- great. he started naming. She goes, "I'm not familiar." That she is was so not familiar. Awesome. It was awesome, Lori. She's not impressed by any of that. Well, yeah. she lives. She's Mammoth Mountain. I mean, she's a good person. How many dude. people does she see? Sure, but but she but she the Hollywood scene doesn't impress her. No, Lori's if you're there, there you're used yeah. to seeing people everywhere. But she didn't care who you were. Like the, the fact that she gave you probably twice the time that Zac Efron. She got. really did. She you know, asked questions. She wanted to know about my life. Where but I in all fairness, man, you were so much hotter than Zac. Oh, dude. Zach oh, that was that. Yeah. And then plus. Redheads, she loves redheads. I was yeah. holding my At 9,000 feet, redheads are incredible. Like, the fact that you're alive, me and you yeah. survived 9,000 feet. I agree, because we were too close <laughs> to the sun. Dude. Yeah, dude, we'll die. We'll com- I mean, spontaneously combust. No oxygen. We Red, could spontaneously we could combust. We, our skin could, we're actually yeah, translucent. You can see through us. Zac Efron up there, he's got blue eyes. And yeah, his like stomach's all ripply, Ooh. like he's got all these. He's just wearing under- He's just wearing underwear. Okay, you're yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah, thanks for coming to my race in underwear. Cool, dude. Yeah. So no, but she she was genuine. She was just super cool. And then you know the awards for Mammoth are like these chainsaw carved, carved yeah. bears. bears. Yes. Yeah, they're like nice bears. So I I got 24th in one class and 27th in another, and I was that's fine. I was that's fine. But when I got home, Amanda had. In the Mammoth gift shop. Oh, she got you a little... She had bought these little bears. Little they look bear. just like the real bears, but they're tiny, dude. They're so like the little, three inches tall. Can you tall. imagine the little chainsaws he had to go to? Yeah, and I'm like, like how three did they do tall? this with his little... Zip, zip. Who has chainsaws that small? They're close to probably Santa's elves. Oh, it could have been Santa dude. from the right... The Santa, the interview, the guy from the podium. Yep. Yeah. That sweaty Santa would smell like... Did you, have to, did you have to... That's so weird no, if you make Kyle sit on your lap. Reverse cowgirl. That's how we got to yeah. do that. I have to face you, dude. Yeah, you got to turn around. Let's see what you got. No, but tell she, me about that moto. We're face to face. She noses got me the touching. bears. She put twenty four and twenty seven on them in there. I look at them every day. They're it's cheesy. Who cares? 
I still had, I had so much fun. It That's was a awesome. great trip. I, I can't recommend it enough, man. Mammoth Mountain, you flying out Thursday. Yeah. What's first, mini bikes or vets? Vets, and then they do the mini. The rock and bowl is so cool. My buddy Ryan Cunha does, uh, he rents a bowling alley out and oh, gives yeah, away yeah, so yeah. much stuff. And they, all the kids come in, their families, they bowl. There's like 700 people. They do that. And then the pros and everybody finish out the weekend. It's yeah. awesome. Cool. Yeah, it's super, super cool. cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a good right. week. So we'll be back after that. Next okay. year? Yeah. You're not no, doing it. Next week. No, next year I am doing it. Next year? It's on. We already scheduled yeah, it. What are you talking about? We and we're not going to be like it. Kyle and just show up. We're we, going to have, we're we're gonna 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 have ready. bikes and I'm I'm gear. gunning for like 23rd this year. I'd like to yeah. I'd like to get 23rd. I'm going to be top 40. Top 40? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you could just get top 40, dude. If you mammoth, be top 40, you're the man. Yes. Because everybody's top 40. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, not everybody. Some. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, they, I guess everybody is. But you're you're actually gunning for 40th. Or what are you what are you aiming for? Top 40. That's going to okay. be anywhere between <laughs> first and 40. Yes. Okay. <laughs> And you'll be happy with that. Yes. Like if you could just get that, you'd Dude. be okay. All right, I'm gonna you. be happy to be there. Nick's gonna. I don't care. Like he would. He would. He's gonna surf first. Then he's gonna snowboard. Then he's gonna mountain bike. Then he's and gonna. Then moto. he's gonna go to his first moto. He's gonna do a five. I'm gonna one try, day. Yeah, All I'm gonna one do day. that. I'm gonna he's gonna land, the... surf immediately. Just immediately go to the beach, <laughs> surf, get in the car. If I can race and surf in the same day. Now, I have now. That, see now he just can't. This is gonna happen. And that's what he's gonna do. And meanwhile, he'll be like, "Let me know when you go get the bikes and rebuild them <laughs> Sis, and scrape yeah. all the house paint off." You of mind, them. Hey, do you mind packing my suspension in your he's luggage? He's gonna buy the junk on Craigslist <laughs> and expect me to rebuild it. Hey, it's in Modesto. Mammoth. You got to get over to Modesto. I'm yeah. gonna send my suspension with it. You, you might I'm gonna buy a 450 CR out there, and like, he's gonna have full blown A kit suspension. Yeah. Can, and can you swap this shit out and have it yeah, ready I ain't for riding me? that stock? Because I gotta. I have to. I have to surf. And snowboard so I and mountain bike and then you. moto all in the same. And that, listen, and <laughs> I did five k in the morning. What yes. I've, I've been to Mammoth one time. And we went out there and it was July seventeenth, and they still had snow. Sure, yeah, dude. And we we People went be snowboarding in bikinis. Yeah, we went. Uh, we He's went gonna be in a rubber, just a rubber. We was what? we went skiing in a bikini. We had our bikinis. We rubber skiing. skins, dude. Yes. So we skied the first couple of days, the last day, and because Sick. it's summertime. They open the slopes at like 7 a.m. Like they're only open from 7 to 12 or something. Yeah. So we were How out. How hot was that rubber you were wearing? It was hot. It, <laughs> it was doesn't hot. breathe, man. Yeah, it makes your skin If it breathes, it ain't, it ain't working. Right. And you can't, see, you can't see very well either. And so. <laughs> well, how big is this rubber? He's got it over his whole body. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole body deal. Full body rubber? And so <laughs> Weird, we man. skied till about 10 o'clock. Got in the car in our rental car, drove a hundred miles an hour back through the Mojave Desert, back yep. to L.A. Dude, it's sketchy. We didn't actually go to L.A. Pass. My buddy lived at like it, near Calabasas, so we went by his place, got his surfboards, went to the beach that afternoon and surfed so that afternoon. So you skied and surfed in one day. That's Same day, sweet man. And then had badass Mexican Love food it. in Calabasas with all the rich people. Dang, right on. And Brian Adams was there. Brian yeah, and Brian Adams. Was I kissed him. Thinking about his younger years. <laughs> it was just he was my theme music everywhere I went. <laughs> Brian, Brian Adams, Adams is always here. He's so Canadian weird. or something. It don't matter. They're so nice. Well, you'll you know, but he just really encapsulates moto, and, surfing, yes. and, and skiing. Yeah, all that stuff. Now we got to get it all in one day. Sorry. Oh. Do we don't have to. Let's go. No, we can just sit there. This music's way better. I love thinking about Nick's calloused fingers. Because <laughs> he, he went to Calabas. Playing that bass. Calloused fingers in Calabas. Dude, Calabasas. AC was awesome. 
Yeah, he was. He was well, I, he, he acts like he's mad because he faded back to sixth. I'm just thankful he's at the front. I'm thankful that he's Dude, and I was so rude for him, dude. too. Like, it was awesome. I mean, it, he's going to be the next Ken Roxon. I, I was stoked to see Ken get his win and yeah. find his way back. And AC's the same guy, man. Yeah, man. Same dude. Oh, he looks so good on a motorcycle. So, yeah, he's coming. 2024 team captain. So's Nick, team but he's USA. wearing a rubber. Yes, What's sir. Yeah. <laughs> well, big thanks to uh, Lever Skins, Rhino Skins, Helmet Skins, Helmet Skins, Nick's Skin, Nick's, Nick's My Skins, Nick's <laughs> Big Toe Skins. Yes. So His Big Toe, yes. Thumb John, Skins. Hey, John Bobbitt. John, John Wayne Bobbitt. Bobbitt. Hey, John go. Wayne Bobbitt, Thumb Skins. Yes. <laughs> Hey, well, they mixed his thumb and his penis up, and he has to wear a condom when he eats. Yeah, dude. Otherwise, he'll just get himself pregnant. It's not cool. A lot of people don't even worry about that. They just eat, like, yeah. casually. Like, you, you know? had to worry about getting pregnant every time you ate? That'd yeah. So well, gnarly, dude. that and every time you ate ribs, you would your hand would spasm because you're... <laughs> Jesus. All right, we're done. <laughs> Winners take you all. Find us on Instagram, on uh, Twitch, Threads, uh, Grinder. X. Bumble. 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 Man, we're everywhere. We are not MySpace. Next level. MySpace. Hot or not. Rate my poo. Classmates.com. Christian Mingle. (laughs) Farmers only. Farmers only. (laughs) All right, we're done. We (laughs) suck. Love you, bye.